Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com forward slash swoopsworld. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. That's audibletrial, A-U-D-I-B-L-E-T-R-I-A-L.com forward slash swoopsworld. You're listening to the Talk Story Radio Network. Welcome to another edition of Swoops World, right here on the new Talk Story Radio Network. Swoops World, where you get all you need to know about arts, culture, news, and happiness. Our number, if you want to give us a call tonight, is 562-912-3444. You can always email us at swoopsworld at gmail.com, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter. Once again, if you want to give us a call, that number is 562-912-3444. Now just sit back and enjoy Another edition of Swoop Swirl on the new Talk Story Radio Network. A big part of the way through the summer. Absolutely. Although I guess technically summer just started four days ago. <laughs> Not here in California. <laughs> it's been summer for about three months around here. Yeah. At least. <laughs> Looking forward to a good show tonight. We got uh, Rillo Wright uh, going to be in studio with us. How's it going? Mm-hmm. How you guys doing? How you guys doing? Man, this is cool. Man. We've known him since he was a little, little wee little. It's a wee lad. <laughs> He was waiting for that. He knew that was coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, I'm going to have to put up with that. <laughs> I knew somebody was going to say it. Those old guys are going to razz me. <laughs> hey, don't forget, I, I've known you too, man. <laughs> <laughs> True enough. Hey, it's a special night because T-Bone's already here, man. I know, right? What's up, T-Bone? Oh, well, you know, finally uh, get the benefits of getting off work early for the summertime. So, nice to be here. Yeah, man. Actually get to be here for the whole guest. For the whole spot. damn family. Yeah. Anyway, man, we got a, a busy night tonight, man. We have Rilla Wright to uh, be joining us. We're talking to him about his music and uh, all the good things he's got going on. Of course, Brewski's beer tasting at the uh, top of the hour, which we always enjoy. Hopefully, Angela and uh, Tara will be calling in, telling us about their trip out there in the middle of the Pacific. They're moving along. I was going to say, it sounds like they're busy out there. They're, sounds like they're, they're flying. They're getting uh, things kicked up by. So, like, one day, I saw they were averaging, like, three point. Every time I checked in, it's 3.2 miles now. 3.2 That's miles a good now, thing. So That's a good thing. They said so they made more distance in the last week than they have in the <laughs> It's good. For quite some time. There was a period there where they were just, they were <laughs> kind of sideways. They weren't going anywhere. So this is good. Hopefully you had a chance to talk to them. AD, Anthony Davis will be calling in and uh, all kinds of good stuff, man. How's your week? It's all right. You know, first week, kids being off and all that, it's, it's a pain in the ass. To be honest with you. <laughs> Summer cannot be over fast enough. God damn. I get to do less and less and less because I'm just like taking them to and fro, which is driving me crazy. Hey, welcome, my <laughs> You only got one. I got two. Uh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> and well, I got two that do totally different things. Right, right. Exactly. <laughs> so, anyhow, other than that, it's going all right, I guess. Yeah, it's been a fun week so far. Yeah. I mean, uh... You boxing? No, 
for the move? Not yet? I don't need to take this. I'm throwing it away. I put it next to the dumpster and let the alley. The magic alley, man. We got that back here, too. <laughs> it is. That's efficient. I think that's the most, uh, you know, earth-friendly, yeah. environmentally friendly way to do it. Absolutely. <laughs> because if it's there for three days, <laughs> the skid road. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Drop some shit off. Oh, you know. And if it doesn't go in three days, then you know it has to go in the trash. That's when it goes in the trash. But yeah, no, that's that's golden. It's perfect. Yeah, it's great, man. Hey, let's uh, let's take our first break and come back and uh, introduce uh, properly and uh, chat with our guests. What do you say? Sounds good. Listen to the Swoopster on the Talkstar Radio Network. This is Sister Speak, and just real quick, Sister Speak will be playing at the Wits Inn Friday night, June 27th, 8 p.m. That's in Venice. Uh, it's a good venue, uh, and if you get a chance, go down and check them out. They're always outstanding. I, I saw them at uh, San Diego Art Walk. Oh, that's they, right. Uh, they were here live in studio uh, once before, too, so if you get a chance to check out Sister Speak. they got a new album out. And this, uh, this is one off the new album. This is called uh, Rise Up for Love. Back after this. They say love, it'll get you down.
When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. I want to be a warm fleece on a cold I want to day. Be a football I want to be a bike that races around the country. I want to be a bench on a forest trail. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. You're listening to the Talk Story Radio Network. Hey, there's a shot on the wall. You're listening to Swirl. This is from the Talk Story Radio Network. We're happy to have as our guest tonight, Rillo Wright. What's up, brother? What's going on, man? How you doing? Good, 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 good. It's uh, always great to uh, get a chance to see you. I haven't seen you for, for a little bit, but... Uh, Tell our, our, our audience here, those who don't know you, a little bit about yourself. I know you're born in Compton and raised in Long Beach, but tell them a little bit about yourself. Uh, let me, hold on, let me let me just fix that real quick. So my mom, she came at me a little uh, yesterday. She's like, since when were you born in Compton? Uh, and I, that's what, hey, that's what I, you sent me. Hey, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I said, well, you know, it's a little, you know, sometimes there's certain details just extra. I was born in Bellflower, technically, at the Kaiser, but... Those first few years of my life was in Compton, so, you know, fucking whatever. So, anyways, yeah. I don't want people. I don't want people knowing. I don't want them to know. No, but uh, yes, you know. I, I, uh, just lost all the street cred. And album sales just dropped. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going country. <laughs> no, but, uh, yeah, it's, <laughs> you know, it was, uh, it was, uh, it's, it was interesting, you know. I, like I said, so first few years of my life was in Compton, with my dad and my aunt and my two older brothers, and then uh, we moved to Bellflower for a little bit off of Rose, and then Long Beach. So majority of my life was in Long Beach. You know, I went to Hughes for middle school, sixth through eighth grade, then went to Poly. Ninth uh, through twelfth grade, so, and those definitely very influencing years. High school, I can tell you that, you know, a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, uh, when it comes to the music thing, like I said, you know, we, we, we kind of joked around in the beginning that we've known you for so long. But I mean, when I met you, you, know, you were you know a young teenager, but you were already carrying around the composition book, already writing down lyrics and poems and stuff like that. So you've been do- you've been doing that kind of stuff for a long time. What what got you started with that? Um, honestly, I've always had a thing for music. I always loved music. You know, I played violin in the third grade, like most people. You know, and but I stuck I stuck with it for six years. Um, I got to ninth grade and I quit because, like I said, once again, I got to high school. Women look grown at that point. And I finally got, I was like, oh, th- these are women. Like, wow. You know, when people were doing things like burning grass and all that. So I was like, I'm too cool for, for violin practice two, three hours after school. So I quit. Now I kind of regret it because I do miss it. But uh, 
first time I remember rapping was actually in the fifth grade, and it was never. I never had this thing in my mind like, I want to be a rapper, like you know, I want to be famous, I want to be something, something like that. It was just fun, you know. I had wrote some random little verse down. I always listened to hip hop. Always liked music. Uh, I ended up performing. I made a clean version. I had cut stories in it. I made a clean version and I rapped it for my fifth grade class. <laughs> it's pretty dope. But yeah, so I just did it for years, just for fun. You know, it was never anything till. I got out of high school, and then I kind of figured, well, I've been doing it so long, people tell me this and that, like, let's try and do something with it, yeah. so I tried to pursue it more seriously after high school. Cool. You remember the first time you were actually, uh, I mean, you know, you said you were doing stuff on your own and stuff like that, but the first time you stepped in the studio and actually kind of laid it down and got a chance to, to get some input uh, uh, and listen back at your, at your own stuff? Um... I think I was like 10th, 10th or 11th grade. I went to a friend of mine's house, a dish class, and we went to go chill. And uh, he had a little makeshift studio, you know, in his house. You know, a MacBook with uh, GarageBand, as everyone has, you know, and whatever else. I recorded some random things. Back then, I was what you would call, I guess, you know, conscious rapper because I was more concerned with making sure there's a message and saying something and not using this type of terms or derogatory, this and da-da-da. But uh, I learned a lot. It's a lot different hearing yourself. You think you sound good or you may be thinking something, but hearing yourself actually recorded it and hearing it back, you always sound different than you than you just sound when you're talking, you know. And it'll surprise a lot of people. And that's definitely when you learn the most. And that's what people understand about rapping is... Uh, it's how you sound. It's the, it's the delivery, you know? A lot of these people that are rapping these days, that some of your favorite rappers and the most successful don't write not a lick of what they're saying. They're the artists they are because of their appeal and the way they say it. You know, that's what makes it what it is. And that's something you just got to learn over experience, just time and time of practice, and that's it, you know? Pretty much, you can't just wake up one night and be like, I'm a rapper. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I can't just get up in the morning and be like, I'm going to play guitar and be Jimi Hendrix. Like, yeah. you know, well, I, I play a little bit of guitar and, and uh, my teacher said, you know, here, here's what I want you to do. I want you to record, just just like you said, GarageBand, Mac, just like nothing fancy, mm -hmm. nothing. And uh, I remember doing that a few times and listening back, I was like, oh my God, I like where I thought I was really smooth, yeah. it wasn't. And then, yeah. I, and then there would be weird things where like I was pausing at places that I didn't even realize I was doing and because it, it was going in my mind and I, in my mind I'm moving full speed but I was like pausing physically and and now I, like I notice a huge jump in my and I still suck but a huge <laughs> jump up from where I was just yeah. by going I gotta stop doing that I gotta I gotta be cleaner you, you gotta know? hear yourself you gotta hear yourself you and that's a yourself. huge that's and that's also it can be a like I, I have no like I'm, I'm not trying to be anything. Just I'm just yeah. trying to learn the guitar. Uh, but well, uh, that's got to be for someone who's what you're trying to do. Yeah, that's got to be that moment. You're like, oh my god, I sucked. I wasn't as good as I thought I was. Yeah. That's and I again, I wasn't trying to be a, anything other than just learn. I was like, you can't rely god, on your friends anymore. Sucked, <laughs> right? My you wife's like, oh friends. yeah, right. Like, oh yeah, it's good. You know? <laughs> Next thing you know, you go to a talent show and you know everybody's throwing their lunch at you. They're not even hungry anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like you gotta. You got to hear it for yourself. And yeah, and that's a whole, that's a big learning experience yeah. there to go through, yeah. Definitely. When you were, you, know, you talk about, you know, other rappers and, and where they come from and, and how they deliver and things like that, who influenced you in the rap game? Um, when I was, when I was younger, I used to listen to Eminem a lot when he was the crazy Eminem we used to love, the psycho talking about... <laughs> 
you know, my mom's on drugs, and so am I. And, uh, but I don't know, I always, I always, I don't have, like, a one specific favorite artist, you know, it kind of fluctuates, it, it always depends on who's doing what, and how consistent they are, or whatnot, you know, I used to love Kanye, I still do for his genius, but, you know, he's a little crazy, but, and, you know, uh, Kanye loves Kanye, you know, so, but when he first started off, you know, making his own beats, and Da, da, da. You know, this is it's always it's always someone new. Like for example, right now I'm listening to I like Action Bronson. Action Bronson is a he's a dope artist. He's definitely someone I've been listening to a lot in these past month, maybe. Action Bronson, he's 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 a cool dude. He's only been he's he's new to the scene. Right. He's not something or someone that's been doing it for years or da da da. But I do of course have the old school originals, regulars, you know, like the East Siders and. Uh, X Clan. People don't know about X Clan. I used to listen to a lot of X Clan, and that's some old from uh, like '91, '92. Old group right there. People don't know about that. Cool Mo D. My pops loves that. Man. He used to love that Cool Mo D. And L. Man, man, he think he's so cool when he's sitting there singing the little lyrics with him. He'd be looking at me like, you know, I'm like, get out of here, man. He used to talk about the Cool Mo D. and the LL Cool J beef, you know. And he's, damn, uh, it's funny, man. But yeah, just. Uh, I grew up on a lot of old school with my dad, though. You know, um, uh, like I said, the only hip hop we were listening to with my fo- with my pops was X Clan, uh, Ice Cube on his like uh, War and Peace albums and Predator after NWA before he made children's movies. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but a lot of a lot of old school like Parliament. Oh, yeah. You know, I love some, some real funky, you know, <laughs> some real out, out there. So uh, I love Bill Withers. He's one of my favorite, definitely. So it's just it's just a mix of everything, you know. And it's, you can pull from all of those different Yeah, I try, you know, I try, to, I try to be diverse about it. I don't want to be stuck in any one lane of... Because now you have... Because now you have... First, you already have the argument between rap and real hip-hop and whatever, da-da-da. And then they try to break it down into further categories. Now you have trap music and then you have conscious rap and then you have this type of rap and then you got da 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 you know it's just like it's, it, why can't it just be rap hip hop anymore why can't I just still be an artist and create because that's what you do we're here to entertain people and have fun uh, so I try to I try to touch bases on all of them you know when you uh, when you uh, write what influences you uh well I, I, I like to smoke a little reefer you know, I'm just you know sit back. I don't know. It's different things. It depends. It always depends on what the beat is. You know, I, I'm I'm backwards in a sense. A lot of people kind of have an idea of a song that they want to put together, and then they kind of put it together. You know, they come up with lyrics or the hook first, and then they write sounds of whatever beat or a guitar riff or whatever you want to do for it. Me, I like to listen to different beats, kind of find one that catches my attention at that time. And then go based on how it makes me feel. Basically, you know, kind of what pops in my head. Something could have been something that just happened recently. Could have been something, a story my friend had told me about that I felt. Or could be something old that I finally found the right beat to say something to. So it always kind of depends on where I'm at, the mood. Sometimes I'm by myself when I write. Sometimes I'm with my friends and I'm annoyed and I want to write. And, I, you know what I'm saying, I can hear a bunch of shit in the background even though I got the headphones <laughs> blasting, probably fucking my eardrums up. But so it just depends, I guess. You know, it's I try to keep it real, but at the same time I keep it creative. I'm trying to get it to a point where people want to hear it, radio and PB jams. You know, I'm trying to get there, but at the same time, still being myself. You know, I've realized 
over the years of doing this that you still just you know to be you don't the more you try to be something else or push to be da 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 what you want what you think they want it doesn't work like that you know? I think people can feel that too yeah if it's, definitely yeah definitely one of the things uh, you know we live in a, we live in an age of uh, political correctness mm-hmm. and uh, people start coming down on certain words being used and stuff like that and uh, the rap you know the rap game especially going way back when and like you said it was it was people kind of speaking what they felt, what they were going through, and stuff like that, and talking the way they talk. Mm-hmm. Uh, now people are getting a lot of heat for using certain words and stuff like that. Definitely. Uh, does that influence you at all? Uh, it does, I think, to a sense. I'm, I, mean, I think I'm, unfortunately, I'm kind of one of those people where it's like, you know, you tell me, don't. Or no, or you can't, and I'm like, oh, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, watch me, you yeah, know. You're a good couple here. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I mean, just to an extent, because there's this, uh, my stepmom, she she had a debate class. She told me about years ago when one of her college, she had a debate class, and she was telling me one time that she had to have a debate of why you shouldn't and why you should smoke cigarettes. Now, that's obviously kind of a difficult topic for the one telling you why you should. But in the sense, the fact that she won, and that is a topic that lets you know that anything is arguable. Anything can happen. Anyone can do whatever. Someone's either going to like it or someone's going to dislike it regardless. You know, I could put on some Celine Dion right now when there's going to be 100 people in the room, and there's going to be a few people who hate it. There's a few people who like it regardless of what the song's about or whatever. So you kind of just got to take it. You just kind of just don't let that affects you too much because regardless you're going to get some heat and I guess like they say no any publicity is good publicity right so and it's funny because it's always it's always this or that it's, it depends on what you what you're in you know hip hop they say they don't want to hear this and that but at the same time the most successful rappers are the ones who get the most light at the moment you know and the radios are the ones who glorify certain things such as trapping shooting and da 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 and whatnot. so you love it yeah you say you don't, but you like it. <laughs> so. You're listening to the Soup's Room. We're here with Rilla, uh, Rilla Wright, and we're going to listen to uh, one of his right now. This is Long Beach Native back after this. This that Long Beach East Side of Pitbull, Rockwaller, Jackrabbit, Polly Ho, Donut Shops and Liquor Stores, 40 ounce of Mission Bro, Roll a fat blunt and tell your bitch filled with mistletoe, Puerto Rican off of 4th Street, she know me, I'm low-key, so deep, probably off of Lyman Hill, sipping on some Henny Slow, and she know we don't love them hoes, just wanna see you take off your clothes, this that blue carpet treatment, shout out to the dog father, Cadillac, soda parlors, crew neck, check the collar, smoke weed every day, bitch, that's the motto, everybody in the grand Trying to hit the lotto This for Miss Quellberg in 11th grade You said I had so much potential but I'm silly blazed Still amazed how I'm getting it now Throw it up for my city cause I'm putting it down Nigga I'm from Long Beach Nigga I'm from Long Beach Buying weed under palm trees Nigga I'm from Long Beach Nigga I'm from Long Beach Buying weed under palm trees Nigga I'm from Long Beach Nigga I'm from Long Beach Buying weed under palm trees Nigga I'm from Long Beach Nigga, I'm from Long Beach. Shoot your ass with that long heat, nigga. I'm from Long Beach. Dog, Warren G. Nate Dog, rest in peace. Boobon and Chronic, I got the recipe. Let's go see what's poppin' tonight. I'm coppers in flight, top us the heights. Kill them off when I'm rockin' the mic. I'm like, what it is, what it do, what it seem like. Eastside train, bitch gave my niggas that green light. I'm three flights, higher than a round trip. At Louis Burger, eating fries with a down bitch. I found this 
to be the life I chose. I like some O's for some nice, quite thick hoes. Whoa, it's LB, don't tell me about nothing. You smell me, that's the OG that I'm puffing. I'm fucking your favorite, I'm leaving her tasteless. Chris Cologne, baby, now I heard that's your fragrance. Yeah, you know what I'm on, just the fucking East, baby. I'm a fucking beach, baby. Nigga, I'm from Long Beach. Nigga, I'm from Long Beach. Find weed under palm trees, nigga, I'm from Long Beach. Nigga, I'm from Long Beach. Bomb weed under palm trees, nigga, I'm from Long Beach. Nigga, I'm from Long Beach. Bomb weed under palm trees, nigga, I'm from Long Beach. Nigga, I'm from Long Beach. Shoot your ass with that long heat, nigga, I'm from Long Beach. So, I'm a dog, and I just got adapted by this new human guy, and I'm starting to wonder how he got along without me. I mean, okay, something as simple as walking around the block. He's got this leash thing, and he puts me on one end and him on the other, and I'm just taking him around. I, I think he's afraid of getting lost. Without that leash and me guiding him along, I don't think he'd find his way back home. But it's kind of cute. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the ShelterPetProject.org. <laughs> For a little ride. Now you can share the topics that drive the discussions of your favorite talk shows with TalkStream Live's topic-driven talk radio. We gotta talk. Let's take a drive. List and promote real-time talk radio topics, or post the topics that you want to hear. Hot topics are tweeted and retweeted, and include simple click-to-listen audio links. The future of talk radio is topic-driven talk radio. Well, that's what I call real drive. Available now at TalkStreamLive.com. Talk Story Radio. Hi, we're the Lost Hours. And you're listening to Soup's Radio. Just take this away, my eyes are too big for my pen. Welcome back to <laughs> Fired, man. <laughs> you can't be the uh, the, the tech guy. You do. The button guy? Yeah. <laughs> My wife tells me I'm good at the button. <laughs> well, Why are they sticking? That's a different button. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Super Show on the Talk Show Radio Network. We're here live with Rilla Wright, and uh, just uh, we just played uh, Long Beach Native, and uh, we got a couple more we're gonna play. But uh, just uh, in the middle of talking about during the break here, you know, sampling and stuff like that. When you do, when you decide to. to to pick a beat or something like that, or, or do you have, as your producer, you work with a producer, how does that work? Um, yeah, I have, I do have a producer, uh, his name Infamizi, and, uh, pretty much the things that are on YouTube, that, you know, it's all under him, it's all under his production and whatnot, and he's, he's very talented, he's, he's good, uh, I just gotta work on his time schedule, you know how it goes. Yeah. But, um, he, uh... He makes the beats. This one was was gin and juice sample. Okay. <laughs> oh man. Um, you got fans, man. <laughs> <laughs> that, was a, that was a gin and juice sample of it. Uh, yeah, so we sampled gin and juice. Yeah. Uh, there's another one sitting in my archives right now where we sampled Ain't No Fun. And uh, I'm having my friend Taz, my little, little homie of mine. Shout out Taz. Is great vocals. He's a good singer. Problem with that is if we got those two done and then we started getting talking about doing, trying to get a whole album basically where, you know, I want to bring 
every song where we can sample some old things like Shade Shice, you know, Warren G, whatever. And well, obviously there's gonna be some discrepancies with that because they're gonna. I don't have anybody's permission <laughs> per se, <laughs> you know. And uh, I'm used to doing things without permission, but at the same time, I'm not used to being sued necessarily. <laughs> so I don't want to say that I don't want anything like that happening. So we kind of slowed down production with that. Um, he's been busy with some other things, so we're waiting. But other times when I do with my own, I just kind of. I have a couple friends of mine that make beats and. They're pretty talented, so when they have time and I have time, you know, I just kind of give them an idea for something. Uh, sometimes I sit in while they're doing the production of it and give them a couple ideas or idea of how I kind of want to go about it. But other than that, just kind of, yeah, it's just sift through a bunch of them, just sifting through, sift, sift, sift until I find that one. one. Sometimes you think you find one on your star and you get like four bars into it or something and then somebody's phone rings or something and you're like what fucking beat is that <laughs> that shit's tight <laughs> and you just scrap though what you just thought you spent the last 10-15 minutes on like keep thinking you know it's just over so yeah I got, I got ADD with it sometimes so I gotta really buckle down and try to finish that one and that, that was a learning process too it took me it took me some years to get to that point actually I used to just never finish anything yeah you know uh so many ideas of this and that that just never finished or fulfilled. And I can't blame anyone but myself for So I've been trying to... This, this past... This this year, 2014, I've been trying to buckle down, like, finish. You gonna do it? Finish it. You know, set a date. Make it happen. When you, uh, <clears throat> you know, you do a lot... lot we talk, we've talked a lot about studio production and, and the recording aspect. Live performances. Uh, how much do you enjoy them? How often do you do them? And, and uh, what... You know, is it easy to, you know, a lot of times when you get a lot of places that people play, uh, there's a lot of other things going on. Do you get distracted or, or you know, how does, how do you enjoy uh, live performances? Um, I love live performances. I think it's actually one of my favorite, favorite parts about it. Yeah. And uh, I just had a show last week on Thursday at Kesara. It's a local spot in Long Beach on 7th and Cherry. Um, every third Thursday of the month, a couple friends of mine, they have... They have uh they have that set you know that's their that's their their night, so for the last two nights that they did that a couple months I performed for them and I I, I love performing I enjoy it so much um, I don't get distracted I don't have any problems with it you know sometimes the first the couple hours two to three hours before the show I'm in my own little zone I kind of relax emo. I get real emo. People look at me like, you alright? What's wrong with you? <laughs> you need to smoke? I'm like, no, I'm good. Like, I'm just, you know, kind of chilling before I go and just turn up max. So, but yeah, I love it. I love getting on there. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I think someone, I think it's because I hate seeing shitty performances. So, I, and I take that so much to heart that I, that I make sure I work on that. So, I hate when you 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 hear an artist whatever, whatever the genre is and their their music sounds great or just their hit single is great but the rest of the album's weak and then when you see them live they're shitty they're just poop like just seagull droppings you know <laughs> it's like they, they out of breath it's all lip singing or there's all background track that's not just them and yeah that's it's just horrible that's just stupid it's just part of being the artist you know what I'm saying it's, it's Entertain. That's part of your entertaining people. Is being able to. So I, I love it. I enjoy it. I get up there and I, and I yell at people. 
tell him to get to the stage. I single people out, so the whole crowd looks at that one person, make them feel a certain way, and then they kind of come up and, like, you know, like, I got a little method to it, yeah. so, but yeah, I, I definitely enjoy it. Uh, I'm trying to get more shows. I've been doing at least, like, uh, one to two a month lately, uh, Quesarad, Harvells, mm-hmm. um, a couple of random spots to show at Patrick Malloy's in Hermosa on the pier. Uh, you know, using like a Danny Boy or something, something like that. You know. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I opened up for Hobson. Uh, me and my friend, me and my guy Rel, he's in my musical rascals with me. That was about a month and a half back, the Yost Theater, and that was that was definitely a good performance. That was fun. Um, but yeah, I'm just I'm trying to trying to get more. Definitely, definitely as as many as I can. I, you know, I, I love it. Um, I don't get nervous. Yeah, I was going to ask because there's a transition people go through that, you know, they start off performing and, and generally they're performing in front of their friends and friends of friends. Mm-hmm. And then one day you step out and it's just an all new venue and there's only the people that you arrived with that know you. And so you got to kind of, <clears throat> you know, turn, you know, turn on a new audience. Um, and it, you know, that's yeah. times that, you know, really helps, I guess, helps you get better as an artist. Right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, what I like to do is if, if I know if I know there's gonna be a crowd of people that's not my friends or whatever else, I'm not the headliner and they're not necessarily there for me, but I'm on the set. Uh, I always try to start off with a song where it's high energy, it's easy for the, the hook is understandable, it's like and people can repeat it, you know. If you get people to sing your hook or your chorus with you by the time it comes around the second time they've never heard your song before. You're doing a good job, you know, yeah. and so, um, but it's all it's all it's all down to the energy, you know. This is how how you feel up there. You have to be comfortable. People have to see that you're comfortable up there. You can't be asking for people's attention. You have to be telling them. You have to let them know that you're, you know, they're they're here to see you, even if they're not. You know, what I'm saying that's you have to command it. You can't be up there acting like a little, you know, what I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> so. It's uh yeah it's it's really that's what it is it's just, it's just that you get, they have to feel the energy they have to feel your energy man you uh, you're an independent artist which means that you you have to handle the uh, the creative aspect you got to do the recording make videos and stuff like that and it's also a business um, have you found uh, the business part difficult at all oh yeah oh that's the hardest part oh definitely <laughs> um, yeah it's it's all about spending the money you have on whatever you want to do even if you're not paying for the video you're paying for what's in the video like you know anything like out from alcoholic beverages to food to whatever um maybe you got to buy a new outfit i don't know it's 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 studio time if you can't record yourself or you know it's just it's the business the business aspect is difficult i've been doing a lot of a good amount of shows mainly free shows you know, but you got to do that, of course. But at the same time, you have to learn when and how to let people know, like, okay, you see, I bring this much to your business, this many people, you're making so and so much off revenue, whatever. I need some money. I need to make a cut here and there, and da da. So the business aspect is difficult, especially doing mainly on yourself. You know, get support from certain friends or family, but other than that. Yeah, that's the hardest part about it. The, the whole creativity and everything else, is, that just comes with That's what you do, you know what I'm saying? Right. The business part is the one you have to focus on for a while because... And then balance It's a learning process. The right? balance of the both. Yeah. That, that gets difficult, uh-huh. you know. 
We're here. Uh, we're going to uh, take a quick break, and we're going to play Just Friends. Anything you want to tell us about that before we cue that up? Uh, Just Friends. Uh, I did this with my friend, uh, The Locust. He's also an upcoming artist from Long Beach. Uh, this is one of the first songs I wrote for a girl. Actually, like this was actually for someone once in my life, and it was letting her know she's that we're friends, though. So you know, you know, guys always get they stuck in the friend zone. Girls get stuck in the friend zone too sometimes. <laughs> right? People, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to let you know. But yeah, that's about it. You're listening to Swoops for all the Talk Story Radio Network here with Rilla Wright, and this is Just Friends. Back after this. Just 17. I swear to God, man, that thing was a dream with a body so mean. Hair full of steam. Till I told her that life ain't always what it seems. Come here, baby, though. I know we kinda young and I be wildin' up for fun. But your loving kept me numb to the fact that I, I compromised. See, I lost myself when I was in those eyes. And it was a whole new game when I was in those thighs. Probably high east side, baby, please realize that. Keeping it cold was how I survived this game of life. The pain is strife, and I earned all mine. I ain't paint these stripes for those tainted nights when I ain't think you right, but I think you like the everyday drama. drama. So pulls like a comma. I ain't with it, little mama. I'm solo, dolo. Baggage of my life for this journey like Frodo, and I ain't worried about swag, but a nigga got mojo. Lost to powers, we got lost to showers. That feeling was ours, but you got the wrong friends, and I ain't feeling them cowards. The final hours moving through the sands. Girl, I'm not your man You in the zone, but baby, we just friends It ain't really what you wanted in the end We're just friends, you said I'm everything you wanted in the man We're just friends, ha <laughs> Baby, we just friends Baby, just friends. I met her at a show, of course I was performing I got off stage, she came and grabbed me and told me how she adored me She said she had some weed, she'd even wrote it for me She just had to get a please, how about we leave and hit the stove, please Figured fuck it, I'm trying to smoke And a nigga kinda broke, plus this bitch is kinda cute So now we walk into the circle case Talking about oh my god, Lady Lopes, when I heard it play I was like, I could totally be us, JK, JK, not for real, I'm just kidding Trust just really dig your style, and I don't know. I think we kinda like fit profiles. I said, that's really sweet. Who knows? You might be right. But can you tell me where the moon goes when lightning strikes? Cause if you can't, then I ain't sure that you're the one. But don't get mad at me, just take it up with Cupid, hun. Don't get me wrong, for all I know, you just the wife I need. But see, I gotta know you fully understand the type of life I lead. And baby, that takes time. Since my time's money, well, I can't waste mine. I'm sure you understand, love. Just cause I can't be the one, don't mean another can't love. And I'm sure another will Don't take your heart out for another thrill And it'll be so grand The feeling from when you and he hold hands You his woman and he's your man But see that ain't me I mean We can kick it to this blunt end Switch from different interesting subjects Sitting on the bus bench As long as you don't forget that we just friends We just friends I know it's unfortunate but baby we just friends We just friends I mean We can kick it to this blunt ends. As long as you remember, we just friends. It ain't really what she wanted in the game. I know we're just fortunate, but we just friends. 
I'm everything she wanted in a man We're just friends <laughs> Baby, we're just friends Say, baby, we're just friends So they happy though Sorry Apologize Locus on the mic. Breaking hearts. Just friends, baby. You wanted to be a teacher when you were little, but as you grew up, things changed. Teaching just didn't seem like the best option anymore. So you decided to become something else. But what would your 12-year-old self say? Interesting and innovative things are happening in teaching today. So it's time to put it back on your list. Don't try to convince yourself otherwise. You had it right the first time. Find out how you can make more at teach.org. Make more. Teach. Brought to you by Teach and the Ad Council. It's time to change your mundane radio listening schedule. Tune into the Robin Trap Show for your organic, entertaining radio experience. I actually love doing the Robin Trap Show. It's very freeing. There's a freedom there. I feel like I have a voice, and that voice is not restricted by anything. I love the unrestricted access I have to all sorts of people out there. The filters come off when the microphones go on, and I think our listeners feel that and vibe off of that. The reason I listen to the show is because it's an interesting mixture of misfits, both on the uh, radio end and on the listening end. It makes you feel less like a misfit when you're listening. Somehow it works. I listen to your show because I just think it's two kick-ass guys and it's way back. And I kind of prefer like the randomness. You guys just go with it. I like the celebrity interviews you do. I like the fact that you guys are irreverent about it. You know, you don't kiss anybody's ass. And and you're funny. There's nothing hidden. There's nothing fake about you guys. The Robin Trav Show. It's real. It's raw. It's a radio revolution. Go to robindrav.com to join the fight. The views and opinions expressed by the individual hosts and their guests do not necessarily reflect those of Talk Story Radio, its affiliates, or sponsors. This is Raspin Stewart. You're listening to Swoop's World. We started out so innocently. We learned to take what we need. Forgive us for our greed. Let's dance. We smoke the hookah and dance. We smoke the hookah and dance. And welcome back to Swoops Radio Talks Radio Network. And we're here with Rillo Wright. And uh, just, uh, what is that? Oh, my bad. Look at that song. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Pop-ups. Um, uh, yeah. When it comes, you know, you talked about a couple of places you play at and, and you've been gigging at. Uh, when it comes to, you know, booking gigs and stuff like that, you know, we, we were talking uh recently about uh, a lot of the guests we have are uh, singer-songwriter category, right? So they you know, they do a lot of the coffee houses and things like that. In the hip-hop world, is it difficult for you to find places to, 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 to get gigs? And, uh, and when we talk, you know, you kind of talk about getting, doing stuff for free and stuff like that. Is it is the same as with uh, other genres where you, you hit up, these guys want you to pay to play, 
guarantee so many people ahead and showing up and stuff like that? Uh, yeah, it is. You know, uh, especially like me. I don't have a manager or anything. I kind of do this myself, and uh, so I gotta ask around, talk to so and so, whoever else is doing shows, talk to them. Like, how'd you get the show? When's your next show? What else? Um, and that's the thing about it. What you said, coffee, coffee shops, da da da. So. If that's kind of the scene that you're stuck doing your shows at, what you have to understand, and this goes back to earlier what I was saying, is breaking rap and hip-hop into even further categories, the type of music you're, you're saying and what you're doing. You know, usually little coffee shops and local spots, it's more of a conscious vibe or uh, I don't, whatever you want to call it. You know, they don't listen to what we like to call ratchet music these days and super... Super mainstream, you know. They're not listening to Chris Brown and for Trey songs going, "Ooh, nah, nah." Like they don't give a fuck about that, you know. So, like I said, that's one thing I like to have diversity. I like to be able to have different styles of songs. So, good thing I have those because then I can do that. But then if you're doing something like Level Three in Hollywood, well, they're probably going to want you to do something more like, you know, mood and butt cheeks, you know. <laughs> so, it's just it's interesting knowing where you're at with it and then trying to. You know, get that set for this place. You know, you're the same artist doing different styles for whatever. Uh, when I first did shows a few years back, it was with some friends of mine. My friend Freddie, he's also known as DJ Awesomeo. My friend uh, Jay, a Project Jay, and they. Uh, I talked to them as artists. They had set up their own thing, which was called Radical Tuesdays. And the first one they did was in his backyard. He lives in Hawthorne, and he built their own little mini stage and everything. And we, through a show so I went and I saw their first one uh, via mouth of one of my friends who knew one of their friends da, da, da. went over there it was cool it was dope it was I, I like the vibes we got it pretty you know packed out and wild so that same night I talked to him we ended up doing a song together that week next week they did the next Radical Tuesday was my first show that I've ever done and so I started doing a couple shows with him after that you know that's when we did like level 3 in Hollywood and, and uh, random uh Mansion parties where people rent out mansions, like you know, in the hills and whatnot. Yeah. Only problem with that is it was the wrong crowd, and in the in the sense that they listen to more house, uh, EDM, whatever you want to call it, yeah. you know, music <laughs> type shit. So when I get on stage, you know, it's like I have to really get their attention because I'm the only one there that's rapping. So, yeah, it's been difficult trying to find the right venues and right times and pay-to-play, fucking selling tickets, you know. When you're local talent, they don't they don't care. You know, when I opened up for Hobson with my boy Rails, um, the manager who set up the whole show or whatever, he's kind of an asshole, but I feel him, you know, has to be because he has to keep things on a time schedule. Yeah. So uh, we get a couple tickets for drinks, for free, for free drinks for performing. Even that's all we get. You know, we fucking sold tickets and shit. <laughs> you know, we get was a couple of drinks. So they're not even really free, nigga, because I fucking sold those. <laughs> but anyways, so uh, our set our set is starting. And they put us on earlier than we would have liked to go on. But anyways, our set's starting. He's like, okay, get on stage. Do your stuff. <laughs> so I said, okay. I said, well, what's up with these drinks we were talking about, though? I'm parched. Like, you want me to go and, you know... Use my vocal abilities, and uh, I'm thirsty here. Like, can I get a beer real quick? And he's like, I don't give a fuck. That's what he told me, verbatim. He said, I don't give a fuck about that. And I was like, okay. So, you know, you're local talent. So you got to do He's like, you know, he's like, your time is starting now. You can go get your drink. But if you do, by the time you get back, your set's halfway done. 
and that's it. So it's it's difficult, you know, trying to trying to get that. But it's working. It's been slightly better every time. It's slightly more people or it's a better performance, less so technical difficulties. Right, you get upstairs. Somebody bring me a beer. I did that actually. <laughs> uh, that that's actually what I did. I I went off stage. First thing I said, it was in Santa Ana, Yo Theater. I said, I was like, what's up, Santa Ana, whatever, you know, intro, regular shit. And I said, I was like, I need a drink. Knowing all these young hooligans, someone held up a water bottle with some less than clear uh, <laughs> liquid fluid in it. And so I said, pass that shit to the stage. <laughs> they did. I, I don't know, I probably shouldn't have. Could have been roofies, but you know, you know, it's part of, part of being an artist, right? Well, so how long, how long was your set? <laughs> uh, it was supposed to be. <laughs> well, I remember. No. The parts yeah, I remember. Right. <laughs> I think I did five shows that day. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, so I took a shot. And it was like gin or something. And, uh, didn't really quench my thirst, of course, obviously. But it's here to please the crowd. So, But yeah, it's it's... It's interesting trying to find the right, you know. You have to tell them, uh, and then by them, the owner of the club or the manager who sets these things up, what do you have to offer? Right. What makes me want to pay you or even let you for free do a show at whatever night? What can you bring me? And then when you want to talk about getting money also yourself, that's even further. Like, okay, you have to make sure you're bringing enough to get a piece. So, but yeah, it's just like I said, it's getting better. Each one, it's definitely... It's definitely improvements. Building that following and, 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 and getting people used to hearing you and, and liking what you're doing and coming up to see your shows and stuff like yeah. that. Well, every artist, uh, you know, we talk about the support they have from family and such. Uh, do you get that same kind of support? Um, shout out. I mean, let me get a little shout out to my mother real quick here. Make sure I put her first real quick before she... Uh, she wild out later like Nick Cannon. Before she, before she shows up? No, but my mom. <laughs> no, isn't this a disclosed location? <laughs> I don't even know the address. <laughs> the hell? No, but um, no, my mom, she definitely tries to do as much as she can. I always let her know when I have certain shows or opportunities for this and that. And she reciprocates in any way she can, definitely. she. Uh, it's just funny because... I got. I, I got to try to explain things to her, and she like thinks I'm wilding out, or it's this and that. And I'm like, no, it's just what I do, and it's what they love, and yada, yada and you know, she's she's the mom. She worries, you know. So she doesn't want me to die in the Young Twenty Seven Club. So, <laughs> but uh, my dad actually just recently uh, heard my music. I think, and that's that's my fault. You know, he's, 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 you know, he still makes me nervous. You know what I'm saying? He's like fucking black Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> so it's like, you know, I don't show him because it's like, you know, he's already like tats. Whoa. You know, I, I smoke weed a lot. You know, whoa. Da, da, da. He didn't allow me to get dreads when I was younger. You know, he's real old school. He's real strict, clean cut. Da, da, da. Woo, da, da, da. Water, you know, so it took a while. And then he finally, he just recently... Literally, like a week ago, I heard some of my music yeah. because that Long Beach Post top 10 underground hip hop yeah. artist, someone, one of his clients told him, I guess. And so he started researching and checking myself. And of course, he called me a couple of days later with suggestions <laughs> for my career path. Improvements, he probably he said, said, right? Yeah, right? No, he said, I, know, I got a few ideas how you can improve things. Yeah, he said some good shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel him. He has some good things to say. 
you know, like, was it was it like a haircut first? <laughs> Laser tattoo removal. I know this lady. Here, take her card. Yeah. And then it's funny because my brother's an artist too, and I've been I've been like I said I've been I've been rapping since the fifth grade and like for fun. So but I've been doing it for a long time, and he just got into it a few years back. I want to say four years back. And uh, when he first started, there was natural, like, you know, rivalry, whatever you want to call it. Because we're brothers. He's older. So he's got to have his dominance. <laughs> Can't no one beat him. <laughs> so um, when I used to try to tell him things about working on delivery or whatever else, he didn't take it as criticism. He took it as you hating or you something something, but no, he's realizing he's and he's and he's talented, you know, and he's he's came to a certain point, so now he knows and it's no, it's now he, he gets it. I tell him something or whatever, and that's what it is. There's no problems, and uh, and I'm glad to see him doing this, doing what he's doing too. And he's in a different lane than I am, you know. He does hip hop too, but he's more back what I was talking about into more of like the conscious, more fuck a radio player, this and that, like da da da, which is cool. So when we do songs together. He changes his style slightly, and I change mine slightly, and it kind of makes for an interesting mix. So I was gonna ask you, you just do the things. Yeah, we have a couple. Stuff. We have a couple, and those those were just minor random tracks. You know, I'm definitely waiting till things are to the till the wheel is a little more well oiled and moving a little better before I do other tracks with him. I want him to. Uh, I want him to get something out of it, you know. I don't want him just because we're brothers and he wants to die. We got that's that's cool. Definitely, we need to do that. But I want him to gain something out of it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, just show him. No matter the style you think you're in or whatever, people, there's always gonna be a, a, a basis of people who want to hear what you're doing. Underground and mainstream is such a is those those words are so tossed around and so people are so confused of what it is, you know. Underground just means you're underground because you haven't been played on the radio and MTV jams that doesn't mean that you're talking only about this and you're not talking about that. Doesn't mean you're broke. Doesn't mean you don't have a fan base. You know, there's plenty of underground rappers making buku bucks. You know, there's plenty of artists who you think that you know or see that on radio, or whatever, does not make as much money as you think. Right. So, as, you know, as we're wrapping things up here, I want to touch on a couple other things real quick. Uh, you did get that right up as one of the ten uh, underground. Uh, hip-hop artists in Long Beach to, to, to watch out for. How did that come about? Um, you know what? That was a surprise to me. I, You know, I have no idea. Um, like my brother said, anyone can write an article, but at the same time, it's it's awesome to, to, to know that someone is noticing and someone is making a list, and it's there for people to read. It's the Long Beach Post, you know, so, I mean, it's not worldwide or this and that, but people in Long Beach who check, they, they will see, and I've gotten some... Uh, compliments and whatnot from people that I don't know from it, which is dope, yeah. you know, kind of feeling, feeling that fan base build up a little and yeah. baby celebrity, local celebrity style, you know, it just feels good. I woke up one morning in my friend's house and we, uh, this was like, I want to say Tuesday last week or something and I just do my regular, get up in the morning and check like my Facebook and whatnot. I seen I was tagged in something, and it was my friend Corin. She was like, "Rillo, yay!" <laughs> what the fuck is that? What yay? What? <laughs> so, then I seen the top ten underground hip hop artists you need to know. 
like, it's nice it. as an artist when like somebody that's not related yeah. to you, that's not a friend of yours, yeah. that you know, I mean, just says, "Hey, this guy's great," or "His work is great," or whatever, whatever however it gets said. Yeah. Uh, that, that's yeah. Swoop and I have both been in that boat. We're like total random stranger <laughs> says. I like your work. I like your art. And yeah, that's that, that makes you feel I mean, obviously you love when your family says that and you love when your friends say that. But, but when to a that, total right? stranger comes up and says there's there's, yeah, there's makes, something it, very kind of affirming about yeah, that. You know, it's, it, I definitely I think I was half inch taller that day. <laughs> and, uh, but now I'm back to my usual five ten. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that uh, stuff doesn't last forever. It doesn't last too long. But <laughs> it's, it's like Popeye spinach, yeah, man. It only yeah, only lasts yeah, a couple yeah, hours. You know? <laughs> you know, for like five minutes when someone said, like, oh shit, yeah, that was me. But uh, no, it, it's, it, it, it definitely, it made my day. It definitely was a beautiful way to start your day. You know, I'm one of those people where, it, it, I'm one of those wrong or right side of the bed people. It's like, it's all how you start your day. You know, you get up in the morning and you get some good news or you're excited to do something or whatever, da, da, da. you know, you might you have a good day. You got the energy you feel good about. It. You wake up in the morning to a phone call about somebody bitching about something or your car got towed or you're out of weed or whatever. <laughs> it's like, you know, your day is a little different. It's, it's, I, it's all about how you start. I'm, I'm a believer of how you start is how you finish, you know what I'm saying? So that definitely made that was that was a, it was a good day in my life for sure hey we tried to cover a lot of things uh and, and let everybody who doesn't know you get to know you get to know you better and other people who do know you get to you know get to hear you and, and talk about what you're doing uh is there anything you want to talk about that we didn't touch on um yeah once my producer uh stops lagging uh i will have the video out for this long beach native track um i'm working on a random random super random mixtape right now called gymnastic because uh, I'm a Gemini, June 6th, you know, June 6th, 2016, 15th birthday. My brother told me I was a devil child because it was 6606. <laughs> so, you know, I can't take it to heart, you know. And I, so I try, to, I try to ride with it. You know, every time I tell someone, you know, girls, they're like, oh, what's your sign? I'm like a Gemini. I'm like, oh, what the fuck does that mean? I guess I'm two-sided or whatever. So I'm taking advantage of that, and I'm working on that right now. <laughs> I'm trying to drop, uh, I'll be dropping that July 18th. Hopefully, which is a Friday. Um, other than that, yeah, I'm just same old grinding, just trying to get more songs, new song, new song, new song, trying to get more organized. Uh, I definitely want to start throwing out more mixtapes and whatnot. And that the whole that's part of the business aspect of it, you know, bringing doing singles. It gets only so much attention. You right. have to kind of like put a project together. They want to see what you can do. It's like class. It's, it's like class. You know, they want to know what you can do with the project. Yep. So. Very cool. Uh, website, how people get a hold of you? Um, you can go to soundcloud.com slash spitterillo. That's S-P-I-T-T-A-R-I-L-L-O. Uh, I have a website coming up soon called uh, Rillo Be Right. Um, that's R-I-L-L-O-B-W-R-I-G-H-T. And uh, Facebook, I have Spitterillo. And, yeah, Rillo's Right for Instagram. I'm everywhere. Or if you're in Long Beach, you know, I'm sure I'll see you one of these days. So, <laughs> Rillo, we want to thank you for showing up and, and, and sitting down with us and, and uh, talking to us and letting us hear your music. We're going to play one on the way out there. We're going to play uh, Egotistical. Egotastical. Egotastical. Yeah, you're oh, right. Yeah. You're absolutely right. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> 
But uh, hey, best of luck to you, man. Keep doing what you're doing. Thank and you, like man. Said, Thanks. It's, it's, it's great because, like, like we said in the beginning, we've known you since you were yeah. just a youngster, man, and watching you grow <laughs> and continue to do this is it's awesome, man. Very Thank cool. You, man. Very Appreciate cool. it. Listen to Soup's Run on Talk Show Radio Network. This is Rello Egotastical. We'll be back after this and be time for some brisky. Yeah. That young people matter for love. Everything you ever wanted in this rap game Other niggas so passe Waterfall called bars, let it cascade Last rays like UV She tryna get me up the cool G And give me that ooey Walla walla bang bang You probably change lanes just to holler at games What the, what the shang Young Liu Kang at the kickback 240 ounces, no six pack Plus an ounce of that get back James Brown, red bone, lay your face down Turn around and face up Nights change on the eighth cup Beer pong pong, beer show the all year. Liquor flow, freak a flyer, but the liquor stone. Let's get some more with that toxin hotter than your boss. My eagle, like eagles, count casinos with Dennis Rodman. All these fish in the sea, you want a mackerel. Oh, what the queen mermaid, bitch, I'm eagle tastical. Shots make your body pop lock. I teleport while you try to dodge cops. Pew, I'm gone. Smell the cologne of a young Mac. Bring it back in case it didn't go. Hold up, hold up. Now who filling my zone? I need 20 yellow bones just to fill up my throne. Plenty seating over here. We eating over here. You thought you was a monster, but this Cretans over here. Get it cracking, I'm the cracking. Run up like what's happening. You thought you was a beast until you ran into the dragon. Trying to test my wits. Cause my pants is always sagging. Trying to touch my bitch. Cause niggas always bragging that she bad, ain't she? She mine and you mad, ain't you? Lonely niggas probably sleeping with a damn blanket. Yeah, I'm that nigga that you have to know. Blow draw when I'm highly evil testicle. Time for Brewskies, our beer tasting segment right here at Swoops Road Late Night, sponsored by DrinksWineSpirits.com. So grab yourself a glass, pour yourself a brew, and join us right now for Brewskies, sponsored by DrinksWineSpirits.com. 
Happy Wednesday, and welcome to, uh, without a doubt, the most important part of the show, the beer tasting segment. Here we are. Tonight we're drinking the Ale Smith, uh, their Ale Smith Brewing Company, and this is their summer holiday ale, which is called the Yule Smith. I don't know why. I haven't got there yet. Because uh, to me, it seems like the Yule Smith should be a, uh, like a blue Christmas kind of thing. You're right. Uh, and apparently, they do have such a thing. Uh, uh, I opened up the wrong thing. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Well, get it together, man. Get it together, man. It's professional man. here. <laughs> I can't start drinking until you stop talking. I know, right? <laughs> so here's what Dale Smith has to say about their own brewski. Uh, summer Yule Smith. So I guess they have a, they have a, a uh, winter holiday Yule Smith and a summer holiday Yule Smith. So this is the summer version. Uh, Here's what they have to say. Summer Yule Smith's citrusy aroma pairs well. No, oh, wrong one. Sorry. Every year we anxiously await the warmer months, I know, right, to unleash the, this double IPA, the summer edition of our Yule Smith seasonal. The flavor imparts orange, grapefruit, and tangerine hop notes with earthy, spicy, and resinous pine undertones. A sturdy malt. Sturdy malt. Backbone balances out with profound hot bitterness to create a refreshingly assertive and vibrant beer that offers an unapologetically bold experience of fresh American hops. That's what they. I didn't write any of that. That's what this they had to say. Makes it sound like Santa's going to come down the chimney and bang your mum. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, that's what they have to say. Uh, did I? I didn't catch. Uh, Eight and a half percent alcohol. All right, I'm back. On and so that's that's always a good thing. We love that. And as mentioned, it's a double IPA. Uh, so, and these guys are out. Of, where are they out of? Anybody know? It's either San Diego or Salt Lake City. I think it's Salt Lake or something. It's normally on the label here, right? It should be. Oh, yeah. well, let's drink it up, and we'll we'll figure that out as we go Nobody along really here. Yeah, right. from, we Ale where Smith going. Brewery. Uh, this is from. Yeah, San Diego, California. T-Bone was right. Not unusual. So, uh, salute. 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 Cheers. Coming back uh, back that way. There we go. We're not connected across both sides. All right. Here's where we go, man. Uh, I think Peter explained to you real quick, but uh, we're going to go around. We're going to taste. Give us your honest opinion about it. And uh, we'll talk about that, and then we'll come back around and get a number uh, rating of 1 to 10, 10 being best. But first, we'll start with you, Rillo. What do you think about it, man? It's actually pretty good. I like it. It's, uh, it's pretty smooth for IPA. You know, most people know IPA is pretty acquired taste. It doesn't have too much bitter in the after. It, I like it. It's just good beer. It's actually real good. We have, we have Eric, Eric, right, sitting over there off, off camera. Uh, tell us what you think, man. Off camera for reasons. It is smooth. It is very refreshing. It is a hot summer night right now, and it is a refreshing taste. Timon, I think you're up. Uh, well, you know, I, I had to go for several seconds without drinking because Peter couldn't figure out <laughs> his part of the deal. Um, so it was nice to just, you know, wet the palate again. Uh, it's a little maltier than I, I would have, you know, preferred, I guess, but I'm I'm going to drink the hell out of it. Uh, it, it has a, a bit more sweetness than I was hoping for, but, you know, like I said, by the time I get to the bottom of this mug, 
all will be forgiven. Me <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it's you. I think I went. Yeah, I think I'm last this week. Uh, I like it. I think it's. I think it's got a good taste to it. Uh, it's like you said. It's, it's a little bit maltier than I was expecting. But that being said, um, I kind of agree with Eric. It's, it's, it's refreshing. It's, it's perfect for a night like tonight. Um, I got no problems with this at all. I think it's a pretty good tasting beer and better than I expected. Yeah. Well, I mean, I would say I'm a little thrown by the label because to me, I see Yule Smith. I'm thinking Yule yeah. Log. I'm thinking Christmas time. So I'm thinking this is a beer that's. Either it's either six months early, or, or it's six months late. <laughs> in which case, it's, it's not good. to the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, I'm yeah. thinking. So I was, that throws me off. Uh, but that being said, I like this a little bit. As as Bone mentioned, a little bit on the sweet side for for an IPA for me. I like them to be a bit drier, but uh, um, it almost isn't even an IPA flavor. It's almost it's almost like where we like we talk about the arrogant bastard beer, where it's not really a, it's not really its own. This kind of is like that in that sense that where it, it's so malty mm-hmm. that it's almost not a true IPA in that sense. But that being said, it's uh, it's an excellent beer, and I'm definitely enjoying it. I, I would be totally – I would never buy this just because I'm thinking this is six months old. You know, I'm, like, I'm thinking there's You're no thinking way. What yeah. are you going to do with the rest of that yule? It just yeah. slept summer on the front yeah. and send it back out. So I would – so <laughs> I probably just figured that, you know – most people are like Peter, and reading is not their strong suit. <laughs> but see, I would have read this and known that I shouldn't be drinking this now. So I don't know. Or maybe, I don't know. That would be my only knock, because I would never drink this just thinking that it was an old of, beer. I think a lot of these beers, uh, and we've mentioned this before, do themselves a disservice. Uh, because this really is not, when you hear IPA, you think a certain you think a certain. Think about it, right? Right, and and you don't you you don't you're not really getting that. And we we've had this several times lately, where people have called things, uh, you know, IPAs or uh, pale pale IPAs or whatever, and you kind of expect a certain thing, and you don't get it. Uh, This one, I have to admit, though, out of all those ones we've had recently, even though I think it's kind of, it's in that category. But it's, it came out as a better tasting oh, yeah. than a lot of the other ones. And again, the other reason I would avoid this because summer holiday ale usually means sweet, right? Most of those summer summer ales are like, like oh god, they're going to put some sort of fruit in it. That gonna... confuses me. Summer holiday, like, you know, usually holiday you think like Christmas or you know at least yeah. at least late fall. You know? Yeah, I usually avoid any, any summer ale. Just says holiday. Yeah, because it's usually got some kind of weird flavor. That well, yeah, exactly. That's yeah. my point. Yeah, and strawberry. so I would have been thrown off by this, yeah. and that's a shame because this is a beer yeah, I would. It's like, it's like a diet strawberry beer. Yeah, or like yeah, <laughs> where they throw a whole bunch of spices or lemon in it yeah. or something like, which are beers I just don't like normally. And this is a beer I actually would really enjoy drinking. So I, I think they do themselves a disservice that way, uh, because I really like this beer. I think it's a good beer. Roll on a scale of one to ten, ten being best. It is. It's smooth, refreshing. Like I'm not a huge fan of IPAs. You know, I drink. I do like beer, but I'm not a huge fan of the IPA. But this one being a double IPA, the way that it, it's it's good. It's eight. I give it an eight for being what it is. Merry Christmas and in the summer. So <laughs> this is gonna be a nine. Hi, nice, nice. You got your abacus out, man. You you you're still on still on time. <laughs> right. yeah, I'm in trouble here. <laughs> But we're dividing by five. I can do this. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and you know, disregard what they call this beer, both in terms of the the fun, cute 
Christmassy name and the category that they Price apply to it. <laughs> and I'm gonna just give it a seven. I'm I'm digging it. It really does taste fantastic on a warm light night like tonight. So yeah, a seven here. Uh, I, I'm an eight. I give it an eight. And I'm with T-Bone here. Uh, a seven is where I would go with it. So, well, did I help you or hurt you? <laughs> <laughs> it gives us a uh, seven. <laughs> Peter, why don't you talk about seven point something? Uh, well, uh, I believe. Uh, this beer is one of those that's available in July and August, uh, and it. Here's what they have to say about the uh, what they would pair it with, uh, food wise. Uh, seven point eight. Uh, so you got an assist yeah, there. I failed. Uh, summer Yule Smith citrusy aroma pairs well with many Mexican and Thai dishes, while its bitterness complements the sweetness of rich pork dishes like BLTs or spare ribs. Brawny, intensely flavored <clears throat> cheeses like Danish blues and aged white cheddars are also effective foil to the aggressive flavor profile of this imperial IPA. So, uh, all that being said, this is a big enough beer to definitely go in that middle part of your meal. Uh, uh, Smoked meats. Um, you could even do this probably with some barbecue chicken, yeah, as long as you serve it with like baked beans and kale, you know, uh, greens, uh, something like that. Um, big, big flavors. This is going to hold up quite nicely. Uh, that's the way I would suggest if you're going to pair this with. Uh, although I do like the idea of it going with uh, like a, an aged white cheddar. This might go okay with that. Uh, I wouldn't do just the cheddar and the beer. I, you know, you got to throw something else in there. Uh, you know, but You're not uh, talking about like a cheese plate or anything. Well, that's what they suggested. Uh, but an aged white cheddars are really sharp. It might work with the, you know, they do the cheese plate and olives and stuff like that. It might work with that. It might work, but you'd have to kind of be careful about it because it's going to overwhelm anything like a brie or a Saint Andre yeah, or yeah, Roquefort. Or a... Yeah, a it might do okay with because that's a big, big right, flavor. Right. So you'd have to be careful if you're going to try to pair it with a cheese dish. It's it's going to need to be. A cheese that's got some oomph. Uh, and I like the white cheddar idea because it's <clears throat> not so sharp. Um, that might go nicely. So, you know, like a aged cheddar grilled cheese sort of deal. I could totally. Yeah, yeah. I, I could totally see that going. Uh, so, anyhow, that's where I would go with that. Uh, just to give you a little more information, these, this beer, as mentioned, has an 8.5% alcohol, 105 IBUs, which puts it. You know, international bittering units, that puts it on the pretty high side of, uh, that's, that's where we, when we're drinking like the stone stuff, that's really, okay. it's it's quite hoppy, uh, and which is, to their credit, it's not, uh, it doesn't have that, like, it's smooth, it's smooth, so, uh, yeah, yeah, it's not overwhelming, it's a nice blend, so, uh, overall, just a real, I think a really nice beer. Nice. Uh, Hopefully around uh, 9.15 we'll get a call from Angela and Tara. She's going to wrap things up for Brewskies. Another edition of Brewskies sponsored by DrinksMindSpirits.com. Again, that's Brewskies sponsored by DrinksMindSpirits.com. Go ahead and join the family club. And you'll uh, be able to sell the portion of the uh, drink price there, which will be regardless when you go through us. Uh, we make a few pennies and it uh, helps keep the, the show afloat. Woohoo! Man, what's it going to say there, man? I had something to say, man. We a you got to start writing this stuff 7. down. 7.8 overall, which is, is, is a good, you know, pretty that good is, score yeah, for us, cool. man. So that was a good thing. Uh, 
Hopefully they're going to call. We don't know they're you know they're somewhere in the middle Pacific and uh, if they got if everything's going their way they're going to keep rolling right. <laughs> well, did you hear? I don't know if you heard. Uh, my wife told me she's like, did you see that there was a tsunami warning? Did yeah, you guys see that? It, 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 it's not, it doesn't affect that portion. Of it could have though. It could in, in theory. Yeah, yes. As it was, it, it was irrelevant. But yes. still, I'm like, what a frightening prospect uh, that you're out in the middle of the ocean just doing your own business. You're trying to dodge orcas and sharks and dolphins and container ships and trash. Yeah. And now let's just throw in there tsunami warnings. And I and I and when I heard that, I go, Oh my gosh! Right? You know, they're out there in the middle of the ocean. Hey, wait a second! I'm in this tsunami tsunami. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't have a boat. <laughs> At least you can run to high ground. They cannot do that. Obviously, it turned out not to be uh, no, relevant, yeah. but still, that's a slick clock. Nice. That's a scary idea for them. Live on Swoops World is this Angela and Tara. This is Angela. How's it going? How's it going? Uh, uh, calling from the middle of the Pacific somewhere, and you, uh, you guys have uh, looked like things have been picking up for you this week. Yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty good. I think we, we passed that uh, 130 um, got into the trade wind conditions a little bit, so our water temps warmer, our air temps warmer, and uh, and though the winds, we're not taking it up the bum for the winds. It's we're quartering it and using a you know using what we can to 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 make west, and I think we're getting up to around seventy mile days now. Nice, nice. Yeah, I noticed uh, the other day uh, you guys were like, looks like every time I checked in, you're averaging over three miles an hour. Which, uh, from the last couple of weeks, that's, that's like almost double, double speed, double time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it should uh, it should get faster, too. We're supposed to have a little bit more winds and from a little bit more behind, and uh, and that's going to help us a, a great deal also. Nice. So it should push the, the, the date, you know, the date instead of getting farther and farther away is getting closer, the date of arrival. So, yeah, it's it looks good. Like, it looks like... Uh, um, I don't, I don't know about map to scale, but from what I was looking at, it looks like you're closing in on about halfway there. Oh, the half, half, halfway point? Yeah. Yeah, I think our halfway point, um, our Netherman Miles Museo figured it out. It was like 138 S. Okay. And uh, I think we're 132. So if we'd have left from Monterey or Santa Cruz, it would have been a lot <laughs> We'd already get the halfway point, but, but we... <laughs> oh well, that's it's good. I mean, it's it's great to, it's great to see you know the check in every day and then see what's what's doing. And uh, I see uh, uh, Tara had some uh, special plan for you uh, today, some kind of gummy bear game. Oh yeah, yeah. It was, uh, I guess she got inspired. I, I was rowing once and not paying attention to her in the cabin or something. So she opened the back cabin door and she started chucking things over the cabin at me. <laughs> to get... <laughs> so she decided to, now we're, we're going to have gummy bear games. So what is it? Gum, gum, dumb or something? Gummy, gummy. So, yeah, so we put our head down here at the back hatch and chuck gummies and then she tries to catch them in her mouth. <laughs> it was my... So. Now, how much success did you guys have with that? <laughs> I'm curious. Over the back cabin, so, you know, you got the oars in your hands, and you're you're rowing along, and you're trying to catch gummies in your mouth, so they're flying over the cabin, so. It's kind of fun. So, well, I think uh, I caught one or two. Nice. Yeah. 
<laughs> one or two out of, uh, you know, how many? <laughs> you just jump in the water. Two bags. <laughs> packages of gummy bears, so. Trouble, yeah. Now the gummy sharks are going to be coming after you. Um, yeah. I think, what is it the next time it said? Uh-oh, my Oreo. Uh-oh, my Oreo. <laughs> <laughs> the so Oreo funny. cookies next time. Messy. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, I understand, I think it was last night or the night before, you guys actually had a complete uh, complete night and stayed dry the entire night, huh? That is what? You guys had a, a night where you didn't get uh, soaked. Oh, yeah. It's been a... Uh... It's been actually pretty dry on the boat. We've, we've been really, uh, really fortunate that way. It's it's not been uh, coming over. Of course, I stay perfectly dry, and as soon as Tara sits down, a, a wave comes and goes, it's a wet or a ship. <laughs> I just like wave magnet. She, she, she attracts waves. So. Tell her that the track one is going to push you in the direction you need to be. Um, well, the winds right now are from the northwest, so they're really not, we're only using about, well, they're the northeasterly winds. We're only using about, they're, they're quartering us. It's just coming to the, the the rear side of the stern, and we're just using that. So it's like, as it comes around more from behind, we should be able to start getting a little bit more boat speed and a little bit more. But, hey, it beats getting stuffed with it, uh with it pinning you down to the coast. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think it's, what, day 36, and, uh, yeah, so halfway well, back will probably be days. So a couple of weeks ago, you guys had some uh, encounters with dolphins. Tell us about the wildlife out there. What's what's going on? Well, we really haven't seen, um, we haven't seen much more as far as the wildlife goes. I think we're getting a little wild ourselves. Maybe. <laughs> for it. You know, because as it gets warmer, we can, you know, we're not wearing clothes and getting pretty manky, but, yeah, we're, I think we're getting pretty wild. <laughs> might be it. But, um, yeah, we haven't seen anything else new. So, you know, birds, there's birds around all the time. A couple of different species that are out here. Um, every once in a while you see an interesting piece of, of trash or, you know, debris float by. Had one that looked like a body, and I was thinking, yeah, that's a body, man. <laughs> and then you know the Wilson encounter. Wilson. Do you so, have, have you had any more encounters with any uh, container ships or anything like that? No, we haven't seen a ship in days. We just we're in kind of like, you know, there's like little red dotty things on the nav man that say nobody's here, <laughs> nobody <laughs> should be here, so. Now, is that reassuring or is that disconcerting? Well, it's it's. I mean, there's there's, there's fishing territories that are marked on the charts out here. There's, of course, there's you know military things that are marked on the chart out here, and there's ammunition dumping that goes on that's marked on the chart out here. As far as you know, little little red flame things. That's you know, it's all stuff that's buried two miles deep in the ocean, but. You know, I don't know why it's on, it's on the chart as a thing. You know, shipwrecks. You can see shipwrecks on the on the nav man and uh, time zones and across time zones. I think we've the time zone already too. So yeah, yeah we're, we're all 
blisters, blisters over blisters, sores on our bums, we're just, you know, we've been doing it two hours on two hours off for long days now, I think, so, it's, uh, that 4 a.m. switch over is horrible. <laughs> it's like neither one of us are coherent. <laughs> it's like, all right, yeah. <laughs> Now, now uh, this is also a, a working trip for Tara. Is she she's writing her thesis or something along the way, or what? Yeah, yeah, she's doing a bit of schoolwork on the way. She's, she's making notes and and uh, doing a video diary and and uh, she's combining work and I, I would I would have Kate caught pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, and I wanted to I wanted to give you guys the heads up and and, and Tara the heads up that uh, the All Blacks got to play their third consecutive match against England on Saturday. And yeah, they're playing the third match on Saturday. And yeah, we had some All Black swag. For the third straight Saturday, the All Blacks beat the piss out of the English. So uh, they they took three straight against England. They won 36 to 13 on Saturday, so uh, Tara should have a little bit of extra pep in her step for the next <laughs> next few miles at least. Maybe get yeah, you over yeah, to the yeah. next uh, degree west. So. Yeah, she was teaching me how to do the, what was it? Haka. The haka, yeah. The haka. Yeah, yeah. She was, we played this thing called, what was it? Hockey, you can. You haka this. <laughs> this is a hot end. She made me try to do it. It's the most hideous thing you ever saw in your life. <laughs> she calls it the constipated samurai. <laughs> I don't know. You know, it's going to take a little bit more time for me to learn something like that. Well, you still have time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we still have time. I haven't had time for fishing or, or doing anything like that yet. And there haven't been, there haven't been fish around the boat either. It's, it's been just gray, cloudy days, you know, just barely enough sun to, uh, you know, to charge and make our water and do all that stuff. So there hasn't been any extra time or energy. So, so you, yeah. do you have enough sunlight for your, for your solar, uh, for your solar stuff to, to, to charge? Yeah, we've had enough enough to run our our uh, lights and stuff at night, and we've had enough to, um, you know, enough to do the water maker and do enough water. And, and uh, I brought some, uh, you know, a little battery box that works with our iPod, so I don't have to use the, the ship's one. So, you know, we brought some alternative entertainment. Yeah, yeah. I, I got a feeling you, you, it, it doesn't matter how much, how many songs you load up and stuff, and, and you're probably tired of certain playlists by now, right? Yeah, I thought I've made some playlists um, for my iPod, and then, um, well, hers doesn't have the Bluetooth, so it doesn't really work with the box, but we plugged it into the to the, the chip speakers and, and listened to music that way. So we had, because I have quite an eclectic mix of stuff, I mean, It'll be going along and it'll go from like women's folk music to Ramstein, so <laughs> <laughs> quite a jump. So she had, she decided she had to make some playlists. 
I don't think she liked to jump from Ramstein to, to you know, Indigo Girl. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, you know, it, it, it helps keep the it helps keep the uh, the stroke. Uh, what do you got? The uh, stroke count up, right? I beg your pardon. I said, does it help keep the stroke count up? Oh, the stroke counter. Yeah. Oh, we haven't been really counting strokes. I mean, this is. When the wind was against us and we weren't making much, we were making like little one takeoff west every stroke. So it was taking 60,000 strokes, or was it 160,000, 60,000 to get across one one minute of west. I don't even understand. And then now it's like with the better conditions and the, and the faster speed, we're making like two or, two or almost 2.5 to turn it. So it's now it's like half of... A little bit like half, it's like eighty thousand strokes. Wow. Is you that guys, a yeah, I'm You you were doing you, you, were, saying, you, you were saying you were doing the, uh, the the two hours on, two hours off. Is there is there any part of the day where you both were rolling at the same time? Uh, no, we haven't been doing the same rolling at the same time. We just back to the two on, two off. Yeah. So it's kind of early. Yeah, yeah. We just one up and one down. Yeah, nice. uh, it's been kind of hard to try to do the the ore master things in the sea state. It's like really rocking and rolling, so it's kind of tough to balance and, and do that. When you have two oars in your hand, you have a balance point on each side of the boat. When you're rowing sweep out in here, yeah. so if it pushes you into the ore lock, you can balance yourself that way. But when it goes the other way, you just fall into the other person on the other side. We <laughs> were bumping into each other, and and so we just decided to use the center station. Yeah, sounds like that could be counterproductive at times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's uh, it really wasn't worth it for the speed and and all that. So, well, there's some sharp sharp bits on them, so they're kind of gone right now. I have to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we made a new reef at uh at about one twenty three. <laughs> we made a new reef for the fish. <laughs> well, it's as as always, it's it's always a pleasure to have a chance to chat with you guys and, and find out what you're up to and, and how you're going all out there and you know, like I said, we uh, we check every every day to see where you're at and see what little messages you post it and, and keep track of what's going on. And it's uh, it's amazing to watch, and uh, we we love we love watching it. And we we thank you so much for calling in and and uh, letting us know what's going on each week. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for uh, having us on the show. Thanks for uh, you know letting us be part of uh, Swoop's World and and uh, and all that. Absolutely. It's all great. All right. Well, you guys, uh, you guys have fun. <laughs> Stay dry, and uh, hopefully, we'll get a chance to talk to you again next week. All right. Keep All right. Take care. Thanks Cheers. Both of you. Bye. Bye. Angela Matson and Tara Remington, and uh, calling from the uh, the middle of the Pacific. And, uh, the middle of nowhere. <laughs> Literally. Exactly. Exactly. We're going to take a quick break and uh, come back and uh, be just about time for AD to be called in, Anthony Davis, and we'll have a chance to chat with him and uh, see what's happening and his thoughts on uh, what's going on in the world of sports this week. This is Allie J 
or LJ. So uh, this is Go Get Us. This was a Supersonic Solicit. Back after this. <laughs> next to me <laughs> so this is how we do it listen okay vibe with me as i speak you witness in the legend black j we repping 102 diy to the death ain't no crutches on me vince magazine hold me down so it's never lonely writing blogs hosting mixtapes booking interviews jack of all trades and the thing that i can't do my boys hold me down 304 that's forever gsc that's the family 102 you kidding me started from nothing now it's something you see the progress not really religious but i will say we are blessed only advice trust your instincts to stay hungry keep it black and white all day and all night homie and if they ain't giving you life then you gotta take it you make your own lane and watch the lames hate it and if they ain't giving you life then you gotta take it you make your own lane and watch the lames hate it 102 be the lifestyle worthwhile show and prove we some go-getters and yes no handouts just plan routes to take over we the new trendsetters work for no one it's a statement not the label sold out shows film to the cable and we gon' make it one day, never stressing cause we talented. This is collective, well respected. We on 102, be the lifestyle worthwhile, show and prove we some go-getters. Yes, no handouts, just plan routes to take over. We the new trendsetters. Yo, work for no one, it's a statement, not the label, sold out shows, film to the cable. And we gon' make it one day, never stressing cause we talented. This is collective, well respected. We on. Well respected, we own. Yeah, 102. My name is Tom Thornton. And my name is Cindy Thornton. We're retired, and this is how we live United. We decided to volunteer with United Way at our community free health clinic. United Way is how we contribute, because we know our time and money are going to the right places. Judging by the thank yous we get at the clinic, I'd say we're doing the right thing with our retirement, too. We're Tom and Cindy Thornton. We volunteer at our community free health clinic. We don't just wear the shirt. We live it. Give. Advocate. Volunteer. Live United. Go to liveunited.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. Imagine no longer being tied down to your computer, but having the freedom to take live talk radio with you anywhere you go. TalkStream Live introduces our first ever iPhone application. The talk shows you follow now follow you. And your iPhone is now the fastest and easiest way to stay connected to the best talk radio on the Internet. Let TalkStream Live transform the way you listen to radio. Listen to live talk shows 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Mobile talk radio from TalkStream Live. Now available in the iTunes App Store. You're listening to the Talk Story Radio Network. My name is Mary Scholes and you're listening to Swoops World. I'm sorry baby, but I tried. 
Shout out to Alma and Stacy in the chat room. And you know, it's funny because uh, I haven't been in the chat room, man. We, we do all our stuff and multitasking and stuff. And I, I get, been a good support I get this text that message that says, hey, hey, play attention to us. So, uh, Sorry. <laughs> My bad. Yeah. Our bad. <laughs> how, you, how you doing over there in the liquids department? Uh, I am okay for now. Thank okay. you, brother. But, uh, I'll put yours back in the fridge. Yeah, you do that. We want to thank we want to thank Rilla for uh, for dropping in with us. We want to thank Angela and uh, Tara for uh, for calling in. It's always great to have a chance to talk to them and find out what's going on each week. Uh, sounds like yeah, we'll go uh, we'll go on down with that. Uh, sound like they're uh, a little tired tonight. Huh? <laughs> it's it's funny because every time we've talked to them, it's been completely different. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, the first week. They were, you know, they were still getting their ass beat yeah. by the current. And then, the yeah. and then uh, you know, a week later, they were still getting their ass beat, but much more upbeat in the process. And it's, it's just been a completely different deal every time, which is good. I mean, I can't imagine The Undertaking. You know? Oh, yeah. And I, 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 you know, we follow it here, and we check their progress, and it's like, oh, you know, it's like watching a, watching a game during football season. Like, I live and die a little bit with every check-in. <laughs> I can't either. Yeah. Uh, give an AD a call and uh, boop, 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 boop. Yeah, I gotta get this ready in case he does not in the fridge. Good evening. Good evening. As well as uh, as uh, we like to say each week, we welcome back to the show Anthony Davis. He's a five-time NCAA champion, a professional athlete, and uh, he's always the, uh, the the voice of. Uh, uh, you know, somewhat reason most of the time. I was going to say, you going to say reason? <laughs> the voice of reason. <laughs> I'm the voice of telling it like it is. <laughs> What's up, AD? How you doing tonight, man? I'm, I'm doing fine. Where we start off tonight? Let's we're going to talk about the Tilted Kill first. We're going to talk about LeBron, and we're going to talk about the biting maniac in the uh, World we're Cup. Gonna, we're going to wrap up with the Tilted Kill. Let's start off with a little uh, World Cup action. Yeah, yeah. Take a bite. <laughs> <laughs> really sink your teeth in, and, uh, and, and the bite. The bite seen around the world. Hey, man, you know what I don't understand about this this clown? I mean, he must have a fetish, or he must be mentally disturbed, or he needs to be on some medication. All because, first of all, I mean, all three of me, because how can you run around on a field in front of millions of people, Broad the daily. stadium's packed, and you open up your teeth and just bite somebody and act like nothing's going on. And, and then you to, fake like some. Then like you fake that you're that you're injured and hurt. He had to lean in to do that. I mean, it wasn't like it wasn't like the guy fell into his mouth. He had to lean in and take a chunk. Taking a chunk out of a human, I, I'd expect that out of T Boone. Well, let me tell you this: you have to specialize in biting like that. I mean, the guy has it down to an art. The fact that he can run around the field kicking a soccer ball, then also target a guy and bring his mouth straight to the same place and just bite and leave marks. 
Uh, well, here's the here's the interesting thing about this guy. This is the third time he's bit he's bitten someone. Uh, he's been suspended. Which is probably not the third time. This is the third time he's yeah. been caught. He's been suspended in the past <laughs> for that. He uh, he was suspended for uh, uh, making racial slurs. Uh, he actually had a red card recently for actually block uh, stopping a goal by using his hands to catch the ball. Uh, the guy he, he's he's uh, he's he's got issues and uh, uh, but he was also the e, uh, he puts goals he puts the yeah. ball in the net too. Premier League Player of the Year I think yeah, yeah. as well. But you think Crazy. You, you, he's you, like Manny you think he need, he would get suspended uh, for a lot? Well, he was actually suspended for twenty four games I believe at one point. Wasn't he? No, I, I, I think time. he's facing twenty four games. The last suspension was 10 games, and the one before that was 20, 7. 24 games is two seasons, they said. 24 games in the in the World Cup is two World Cups. Two World Cups. If but, you go all the but, way, uh, that could see, be four see, World Cups. FIFA has more than just a World Cup, so I think it, it would be interesting to see. Euro Cup. Yeah, yeah all of that connected, him yeah. For the remainder of the World Cup or whatnot, but... Ad, uh, you saw it. Uh, I mean, you played professional sports. Uh, you, you see anybody get bit on the field? I mean, uh, those sometimes those those, those pileups on the bottom of the uh, bottom of the pile where things happen, right? Well, man, you get everything in those pileups and stuff. But if you get notoriously get get a reputation for doing stuff like that, pulling on certain areas, your genital areas, biting people, and all kind of stuff, kicking some, you know, you're going to be a target. I mean, I'm tell you something. You don't want to do that in professional football because if they find out you're doing stuff like that. You're going to be a sad, sad soul because somebody's going to lit, lit you up, and, and 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 they'll put a bounty on you doing that. So I mean, it's not a lot of that. Some of that goes on, but if you if you get targeted for finding doing that, you got a problem. And, it, and it's gone on in football, trust me. But not as obvious as this guy. I mean, come on, he looked like a barracuda going at somebody like me. <laughs> I mean, he looked like a piranha going at this vampire, guy. But, you know, like a vampire bat. I like the fact that, they, uh, that, the fact that he grabbed his teeth yeah. and fell to the oh, ground. Oh, no. <laughs> I, might have had a, I might have knocked the tooth out. Yeah. I mean, well, I he, that, that, the Germany-Ghana game last then, week. You know, and, and as it is in the World Cup, what, what, you know, I mean, you talk about NBA flopping. These guys have more, more fake injuries. I mean, you see all these guys are falling out on the field. I mean, they fall out on any little thing. Any little thing. I, I, it's Brazil, I think, was noted as having the most faked injuries. Well, it's, you know, but when you do see a real one, it's there's no doubt. Like I was just bringing up the Germany Ghana hey. game from last week. Um, at the very oh, you end went, of the game, you know, it was it ended in a oh, draw, yeah, and yeah. at the very end of it, a Germany guy goes up for a header and ends up plowing his head into a, a Ghana player's shoulder. And the, both of those guys were down on the on the grass for ten minutes after the game was over. The Germany guy was bleeding from his ear and his head and all this stuff. The Ghana guy was just fucked up in pain. I mean, when they are actually hurt, they're they're not wearing any protection. They're actually hurt. But any th- any of this other crap where they're putting their hands in different places and making the faces for the camera, it's like you're full of shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, 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 of course. I mean, of course, that's the way. That's what that's what goes on. But when you see an injury on the field and when you see blood drawn like that, mm-hmm. that's an injury. Yeah. And every once in a while you see a broken leg or, or a blown out ACL. But but at the most part, a lot of that stuff's faked out. I mean, one time you lay on the ground, also you're running like a gazelle after that. Oh, yeah. yeah. You see that a lot. Yeah. I, I love when they put him in the, uh, in the, the little, little bucket, little bucket yeah. and they carry him to the sideline, and he pops up, and he's like, ready to go. I love that. That's just, that's just like, yeah. You know, uh-huh. it, 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 it's, I, I heard a comedian say, uh, you know, 
they, they've been giving out all these red cards, yellow cards. She says, she goes, they can quit giving them red cards, yellow cards, start giving them sad cards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what they did. Give them sad cards, and you need to have a row of Academy Award trophies sitting out there, too. I have seen two yellows, I believe, for flopping so far. In the that's unbelievable. It's just unbelievable. But, I mean, it's entertaining, if you have to say. And uh, and I'm sure the people there at the World Cup, World Cup is enjoying every minute of it. I, I think the people enjoy it, too. I think the people in the stands enjoy that. You know, I've been watching soccer. The people in the stands are watch, so drunk. They I've been watching soccer for probably, realistically, about 20 years. And, uh, it's been, and this is, you know, this, ever since I started watching it, this is what always goes on. I mean, this is what the, the sport's all about. I mean, uh, you know, you see some talented guys out there. And every once in a while, somebody runs past somebody, and he, he grabs his groin or something and falls to the ground and rolls around and peeks up at the ref and see if he gets a call. If he didn't get a call, jumps back up and takes gets off. Gets up and starts field. running at <laughs> top speed. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are insane. Any, <laughs> 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 oh, uh, that's move on. You wanted to talk about LeBron. The you know, the what? Well, it's, 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 you know, it's one thing about, you know, people opting out and free agency and stuff and talking about the guys. I mean, one thing I've always been disturbed about, even when I was there, everybody knowing kind of money you're making. You know, I mean, talking about the guy's money, talking about when he's going to opt out. You know, and I have to know, being a former professional, I, have to, I didn't want people talking about my money. Everybody's in your business. Everybody wants to know. And, you know, even if he does opt out, so what? But but I would have, if I would say LeBron, you know, stay in Miami, just stay in Miami. Because one thing that, that that keeps Jordan's greatness at the top, he did it all at one spot. The same thing with Magic Down, he did it all at one spot. Kareem Olajuwon, one spot. Larry Bird, one spot. You see, and and that also builds their legacies and keep it the way it is. And if you want to bounce around and manufacture championships like these guys are, okay, in the world, I think this year I'm going to drive by a Rolls Royce. Next year I'm going to buy a Jaguar. Next year I'm going to buy me a Corvette. Hey, stay at one organization. And, you know, you can't get any better than Pat Riley in, in, uh, in Miami. Look what he's done with L.A. Look what he's done with Miami. Come on, stay there. That's, his, that's the pedigree. You want to bounce back to Cleveland or, or this or what the – Stay in Miami. Your kids are there. Your family's there. I mean, if that's what his mindset is, and he just wants to let everybody know this, if he, if he wants to make this entertaining for people, well, I'm going to opt out of my deal, and all of a sudden I'm going to see who's interested in me. Just say, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm loyal and I'm content with Miami. You know, I've won two championships. I've been to the finals four times, and, and that is what it should be and should stay, period. Um. <clears throat> It's kind of you know we we talked about this last week and I, and I think uh, I think uh, uh, listen to Pat Riley I think he kind of said what I was saying uh, you have to uh, you know you, they need to tweak a few things off the bench and stuff like that but you know we were talking about the uh, the Spurs you know the Spurs uh, right. they've been together what twelve thirteen years uh, you're not right. gonna, you're not going to win every championship and I think I talked T Bone and I talked right. about this uh, uh, earlier this year I'm like you know it's hard to win it's hard to win three in a row. Uh, Right. I'm a Heat fan, and I like seeing them get there as many times as they can. But you don't expect them to win them all. I don't think anybody expects to win them all. Um, right. So I think, I think it, for him, it'd be a good, a good move to stay there, uh, tweak a few things off the bench. I mean, they, they were missing a couple guys this year than I liked in the past. I think Mike Miller, I liked him in the past, and he got traded, and a couple other guys. So um, I think what happens is when you see with a lot of these teams that have uh, longevity as far as being at the top of their game, 
uh, you have a core. You know, you have, you have two or three players. Uh, sometimes that third player gets changed here and there, but they have a core, and then they uh, they bring in they bring in players. You know, throughout the time of that 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 run they have, and you know, you can, you can get a good run for about six, seven years, maybe you know, maybe a little bit longer. It's not the days of the old uh, Celtics. Uh, you know, when they won you know thirteen championships in a row, those days are right. gone. But you can get a good run, and you can get a good run and be pretty productive and win and win you know four or five championships. Tweaking guys here and there each each year. So, well, and I think the mistake. You know, I, was just saying, I think the mistake a lot of people make is like, obviously you want to win yeah. the whole shebang, right. but coming in second, while it's not a lot of fun, is still a successful, <laughs> still season. A successful season. And if you've done that in four or five years in a row, and, and then sometimes won that, I, it's not an explode moment. It's not like, hey, let's break this up and go. It's like, hey, we need to. Maybe make a couple trades. We're doing some things right. We're doing yeah. mostly right, but not everything right. And this is, I think he's making a mistake if he leaves at this point. Uh, just well, for that of, 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 of course, so just keep the keep Wade Bosch yourself. So, of, of course, you got the Nicholas thing. And, and if they're worried about the Wade being helped out, well, you tweak some, get somebody for in, in the back, get somebody ready to step in. That's what, that's what it is. You know, that's, you have your core. Build all the pieces. If you want to go trade for the pit, fine. The core of those three, and those are the three you got. And you, you, you and you brought, and you put, you, you brought him way Allen in, and you did his little piece. So keep those four. I mean, if he's going to retire, have somebody step in. That's what you have to do. I mean, make those kind of runs. But if you're going to break up your team because you didn't win the NBA title, I mean, come on. They went four in a row, just like you said. You're not going to expect to win every year. If you did, that's phenomenal. I mean, the only person that's close to that, the only one that's ever done in that three in a row, three in a row, is Michael Jordan. That's why he's so great. And then, yeah, and then the next to that is Shaq Lakers, and Kobe. The Lakers, the Lakers did three in a row, too. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Exactly. Yeah. And that's, what, but that's why Jordan's king. And he did it all with one organization six times. That's why that, that's why nobody's not dethroning him because of what he did, the run he did with with with, with and the way he did it. Three with the baseball, then came back to three. <laughs> I mean, you know, then that's phenomenal. He did it all with Phil Jackson, one coach. Well, hey, you can you, you can do it. You can make more of the run still, even with Pat Riley. Just just tweak everything. That's all you got to do. But keep the three core. And I wouldn't opt out of those of uh, the, the other two guys either, because Bosch, you weren't doing it in the Toronto. I said you did it the way you you, you know the pedigree with with Riley uh, uh, there. Stay put. <laughs> Stay put. Well, you know, there's there's only uh, there's I mean, I'm sure probably more than one, but there's an organization I think of all the time when it, when you start talking about people who uh, who are able to bring guys in uh, through through you know and, and nurture them and then make them ready make them ready to step up when needed. And that was the old Dodger organization. If you go back to the Dodgers back, you know, when the O'Malley's on and stuff like that, they right. had the best AAA and AA system around. So back when they had the market cornered in the Caribbean, too. Yeah, yeah. And they, they, Those they days are gone. Always had guys ready to go. I mean, every year, you know, you hear about this guy in, in playing AAA ball. He's looking good, looking good. And they bring him up halfway through the season. You know, a year later, he's a starter. And uh, they, don't, they didn't miss a beat, you know. Well, the thing is, the only person I can think about is still doing that old traditional. Like you're talking about O'Malley, is Billy Beam up there in Oakland. I mean, he he feeds off his forms, and look at Oakland's always there. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing them win another world. So, but they always been. You see what they've always been in, the, in the, that that the hell of West. 
They're always, they're always there. Yeah, it's like it's, it seems like a foregone conclusion that they're going to win that division again. Whether they do anything with it in the playoffs this time around, right? Is a story, but but, I mean, they're, but they're, they're always there again to just be there, and it's but they're always there. They still, they still spend a third of what three of right. their four division rivals spend payroll wise. Look here, man, you can't buy a championship. No, you can't. Even the Yankees. You can't can buy it. Just ask the Yankees. You can't just just ask the Yankees. You can't go buy a, pay, a championship. Well, that's the Dodgers. They had the highest payroll last year. And, and, and right. The thing is, just, you you what you can do with money is you can put a good team on the field, but it doesn't guarantee you championships. Right. And guys Absolutely. Have to Look at the Dodgers. Yeah. You know, I mean, Dodgers I, the same way. Well, a lot of teams. You know, a lot of teams have spent a lot of money, and uh, and, and you get you know you, you know you and your team were right. The the A's have seemed to be able to figure out how to do this at a way that doesn't break the bank and, and be competitive every year. Um, uh, <laughs> since we're in the sport of baseball, I know we're going to get the T-Bones time out uh, real quick, but it looks like somebody pitched another no-hitter against the Padres. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who wore a Padres hat to work today, only to take it off and throw it on the ground. I, I, I had to throw that out there right now. <laughs> so I put on my, uh, my high school hat. Oh god! Yeah, that Timmy Smoke—that's what I say. He can't be as good at pitching if he's high as shit. I mean, that's all I can think of. One, didn't he enter that game with a like four and a half ERA? Yeah, he's like not that? even any he's, good anymore. He yeah, sucks he, now. He sees the but Padres he's still... and just says, "Yeah, you guys aren't going to get any." Hey, dude, let, let me ask you something. You, you, you mentioned uh, you mentioned fantasy football draft. What, what do you got on that? Well, you know, listen. Starting in uh, starting in August. They're gonna they're gonna have a fantasy football draft at the Tilted Kill, and I'm gonna be overseeing that draft. And I'm telling you, the Tilted Tilt is the biggest. And you talk about the Long Beach one, but the one in Orange, they have a great happy hour between 3 p.m. and 7 p.m. And they have 55 screens in that in that place. It's huge, and uh, I'm gonna be there starting there, and I'm gonna be checking it out. I'm going to see who's going to be drafting the best players. And either if you want to set up your party and stuff, you can do that. You can book your parties at, at the, for the fantasy drafter. Just get a hold of them. And, and I think you got the information I gave you. Get a hold of Gabriel. And you have that information right there in front of your key. Yeah, I got it. Right. Got it and, you right can, you can, and you can blast it out and tell people to be. I will be there starting in August. And then, you know, have the beautiful ladies there. Uh, and my favorite, uh, Bianca. And, you know, she'll be, she'll take care of you with her beautiful smile. And you got Ashley and all the crew, because I think they got the best girls in town anyway. And when you go on there, she's always smiling, ready to help you. <laughs> now, let me, let me <laughs> now, if, if, if people want to get, be a part of that, they, they, they email Gabriel or give him a call. I can put this number out over the air. Well, you put the number over the air. Absolutely. 714-633-5458. And then uh, the email is gcamargo at tiltedkilt.com. So when you start talking, it. when you start talking about fantasy football uh, drafts, uh, T Bone's eyes light up over here. Was well, that right? Well, first of all, if, well, if, 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 if you got a draft party, just come over there and book and book it. Just get a hold again. Just come over and book I, it. I think I'm down for that because the last several years I, I've got stuck with the online draft things and. The commissioners of my leagues always pick the damn weekends that I'm out of town and not able to get to the interwebs. 
So I'm going to say screw it. This year, if I'm going to be in a league, we're going to have a draft in person where there are women in little skirts and low-cut tops traipsing around. Isn't that what a draft drink. is all about? Yeah. It seems like the whole idea. <laughs> oh. It's fantasy. Well, let me tell you something. You know, down at the Tilted Kill, starting with Bianca, you, you guys, are, you, 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 you know, you, you, you'll like that. You'll like it. Come on, go on down. To, go down to the Tilted Kilt, man. I'm telling you, you'll you like it down there. It, the food is good. Everything is good. The atmosphere is great. See Gabriel, and you. I mean, it'll be a great time. Trust me. Nice, uh, Ad. Uh, as always, it's a it's a great time chatting with you and, and getting a chance, getting a getting a straight scoop on sports. Uh, we uh, we will be chatting with you again next week, and I'm sure things will happen in between uh, between now and then, and we'll have plenty to talk about, brother. Absolutely. Thank you. Take care. Thank you. You too. Catch you next time, AD. You're listening to Swoops Around Talk Story Radio Network. We're going to take a quick break and uh, come back and do a little T-Bones timeout. This here is Mansions and Audemars by International Nova. I was our guest last week. Back after this.
same, baby. You worth so much more. Mansions and automobiles. Tell them sunshine. International. Hey, over here, behind the fence. Huh? You? The bike? Yeah, the bike. Here in the grass where the kids left me a while ago. Could you get the dust off my seat and remind the kids how fun I still am? Okay. Oh, you are dusty. I may need my spokes tightened too. Let's go. As Native American parents and caregivers, our encouragement to healthy lifestyles for our kids is helping them get outside and play. Get ideas. Get involved. Get going at letsmove.gov/indiancountry. Brought to you by USDA, HHS, and the Ad Council. Did you just look down at your phone? You did it again, didn't you? You know, you're flying down the road in a three-ton hunk of steel, and a text takes your eyes off the road for an average of five seconds. At 55 miles per hour, that's long enough to travel the length of a football field and cause some serious damage. Turn it off. Trust me. Whatever it is, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Talk Story Radio. Hello, this is James Ede from the Dub Rock Duo. Just wanted to let you know that you're listening to Swoop's World. Uh, you know that sound? It's time for sports with T-Bone's timeout. Or as we say it here, it's T-Bone's timeout. Beautiful day in the neighborhood. And the June bugs will make do with both. And we only have two tonight. Yeah, and you know, one of them. I got one here. He's our new pet. Look at this. This guy is so well behaved. Yeah, Peter is the June bug whisperer. I saw that. I actually jumped again. We got to pay the bills real quick. Oh, okay. That's fine. DraftKings, man. All right. Well, you know, if having a great day at happy hour at the Tilted Kilt is not your thing, and you don't want to do uh, a fantasy draft uh, for a full season, you can skip that whole deal, hit it to XNXX, and then go to <laughs> DraftKings.com and uh, keep it on the short scale, you know, keep things casual. And with DraftKings.com, you get to do your fantasy sports by the day, by the week, whatever term you feel comfortable with. So if you're on Swoops World right now, check out on the right side of the page, there is a banner ad. It says $20 million guaranteed. And that's not a joke. They give away money by the boatload. And uh, you can buy a lot of boats, actually, with that. So, uh, <laughs> and if you go through that banner ad to join on on DraftKings.com, you get a free entry into a big money giveaway. You can also go to SwoopsWorld.com slash DraftKings to get there, but it's a good time. All right. T-Bone, Audible.com. I mean, not T-Bone. Peter, Audible.com. Audible. Audible. you white people. <laughs> Y'all look We alike. all look alike. <laughs> Uh, audible.com uh, go to the banner ad on the on any of our pages and uh, click on through there it will give you a free trial subscription uh, to a free download of a book 
to audible.com. Audible.com has over 150,000 titles. And as we have talked about, like lots of great talent are doing this. Some, some very interesting uh, ways to enjoy a book. Um, and there's a whole range of stuff. So uh, if you're looking to, you know, drown out your kids as you're, you know, summertime, right? So they, they're probably <laughs> bugging the hell out of you. If you're on a bike, a swoop often is, uh, riding for hours. That's where he listens. Or you are doing whatever T-Bone does. Uh, no one's really sure. No one's sure. Keep it that way. But I'm sure he's listening to Audible.com. Uh, or you're on a treadmill. There's there's a time and a place for Audible.com. Check it out. Um, what are you up to now? You're up to like six books now? Six books or so. I'm uh, Right now I'm listening to Major, Ta- uh, Major Taylor, A Forgotten Legend. And... Uh, it's uh, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's, I'll tell you what. Um, Father's Day, um, I head down to uh, San Diego to visit the fam, and on the way back, uh, you know, I had my, my I left my son behind because he wanted to spend the night with his cousins, and I came back with my wife and daughter, and uh, we uploaded the Hobbit. And so we listened to that on the way home, and <laughs> it was fun. You know, it was enjoyable. It was uh, a good way to, you know, pass the time. Two hours driving, ten o'clock or so at night on a Sunday, and uh, so there's a time and a place for it. It's 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 uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, what's what's that address? Swoop, because I can't remember that. <laughs> it is audibletrial.com forward slash, slash Swoop's World. I like to make it work. And uh, if you go that route, make it work. if you go that route, Just as like a, every other way. <laughs> Hey now, hey now. I guess that's my fault. I started. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, uh, if you go that way, uh, you will get a free uh, download, and uh, along the way, uh, Soup's World will earn a few pennies. So check it out, Audible.com. It's actually uh, it's quite an enjoyable um, app to have, and and uh, if you're doing any sort of traveling, uh, like on a plane or or driving type of stuff, it's it's a great way to. To, to use up that time. miles in the saddle. Yep. Good place to do it, man. Uh, for all your fitness needs, check out our good friend Jack Nunn over at Row Works. If you want to get fit, get in shape, stay in shape, you name it, they got everything there for you. He's got a indoor rowing, boot camp, personal training, much, much more. 5750 Boathouse Lane in Long Beach. www.roworx.com. 562-688-1716. Let them know the Swiss Roll sent you. Your first week is free. Where to Bike OC. Where to Bike Orange County is a book I wrote, part of a travel series. Uh, covers Orange County, the 85 best rides in the county. Uh, 30 of those rides are kid rides and totally car-free, safe ways for your uh, little munchkins to figure out how to how to balance and uh, not crash. Uh, the other rides, the other 50-something, are everything very recreational-oriented, everything from... Very casual four or five mile rides with lots of things to do to fifty mile rides that uh, you know involve thousands of feet of climbing and uh, you know headwinds and all that stuff. So every ride has an accurate map, ride log, places to stop along the way, interesting sights to see, uh, and it comes with a companion app. Uh, I just was at the. We, we talk about this all the time. It's available at the Barnes Nobles. However, the local Barnes Nobles on PCH here, if you live in Long Beach, uh, sold out. So you might want to go there and tell them to order some more. Re-up. Re-up. Um, anyhow, 
local Barnes and Nobles, local bike shops, REIs carrying it, and uh, of course, you can always find it on Amazon.com. If you're going to go that route, check out our page, Soup's World page, and uh, click through the ad there, and we will earn a few more pennies that way, and it'll be delivered right to your doorstep. So, where to bike, Orange County. pennies. Yep, yep. Color patterns, man. All right. Well, if you've got an iPad, you need to get yourself in the app store right now and get color patterns for $1.99, less than the price of a venti regular coffee at whatever coffee house you choose to frequent. You can get yourself color patterns. And with this app, it's like taking a trip back in time while still waving your wang in the future. You get to <laughs> you get to finger paint or, you know, use whatever sort of fun implement you choose. Did you say wang, waving I, your wang in the future? I sure did. <laughs> right? Because, you know, your feet are firmly planted in your finger painting past, and yet you're bravely looking out into the future with whatever your furthest with appendage, your appendage is. <laughs> yeah. I, I've never thought about doing that, but that's... Intriguing. Yeah. It is hey, intriguing. Peter, you're an artist. I mean, you should really think about this. I am, I am thinking about yeah. it. I it mean, might be the title of my next abstract painting. <laughs> <laughs> but with color patterns, you get like your it. iPad, and you get $1.99's worth of, uh, you know, I mean, you, you flush that one ninety nine down the toilet, and you pick up many more pennies and dollars worth of gratification, because... I suck at drawing, painting, everything like that. You don't even have to worry about the drawing part with color patterns. The drawing is already done. You do the colors, but you do them your way. You don't have to listen to which color, which which numbers it tells you to color by. Uh, and if you you mess up, you can just hit undo. And then when you like what you've done, you save it all over the internet. You can even print it out as a postcard, send it to your friends all over the world. And uh, it is in the app store for your iPad. It's one ninety nine from Talk Story Media, the same folks that still. Let me talk about this every single week. I don't even understand how that happens anymore. But check it out. And back to T-Boots. Time out. Well, you know, here we are. Uh, we are June 25th. You know, we were talking about the beer earlier tonight during during uh, Brewski's. We are uh, six months away from last Christmas and six months away from this coming Christmas. Uh, but if you're a sports fan, it feels like Christmas is just is dropping it, bombs. It's like your happy on birthday. Yeah, pretty is. much. Yeah, <laughs> like for me, April 16th is is a, a beautiful day because I hopefully have already paid my taxes and I'm now six months closer to another. Oh no, I'm not even happy about the next birthday. So <laughs> Damn it, Peter! You took the joy out of it for me. Uh, but yeah, you know, I mean, here we are, June 25th. But there are just the sport world is kicking right now. I mean, we, Major League Baseball is doing its thing. We have had some very interesting uh, developments, especially in the National League West as of late. Yeah. Which has been predominantly a pitching division over the last several years anyway. I mean, more out of a lack of offense than really outstanding pitching. But um, – And a lot if, of if really – If you're the pitcher, you'll take it. With the, with the exception <laughs> of Colorado, a lot of – Parks that are really pitcher yeah, un, friendly, unfriendly to the hitters. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Petco especially. Yeah. But and, you know they've even made changes. The park is ten years old. Candlestick back in the day was yeah. notoriously. Well, it has been ten years. It has been ten years. Yeah. This is the tenth season of Petco baseball. This is like the third time this week I've gone. What? That long? That hasn't been that long. Oh yeah. <laughs> that with the with the, uh, the the Beachwood thing. Yeah, yeah. Then somebody said something. Uh, uh, somebody posted a thing about. 
Purple Rain and it said it's been 30 years since it released. I'm like, 30 years? That had been 30 years. I was a kid. <laughs> I wasn't a kid, but <laughs> I remember where I was when it was released. <laughs> Balls deep somewhere. <laughs> I'm always trying to be there. Uh, I remember what's her name. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Um, you know, the sports world is going down right now. Um, we just wrapped up the College World Series in Omaha. We'll get to that in a little bit. We're going to talk World Cup for right now yeah. because that is the thing that apparently more of the world cares about than anything else right now. And I'm okay with that. It's fun. I, I'm like, uh, I'm in, man. I've been having a good time. I honestly still, uh, in, in large part because of what we talked about earlier <clears throat> on with AD, it's still not my favorite sport. Uh, I, I really dislike all of the... All of the flopping. And oh, the, for sure, yeah. Uh, the you know, <coughs> aspiring. You really got to you got to really overlook that to be able to watch it. Yeah, and sure. that's tough. Um, but I do enjoy <coughs> the spectacle of it. I mean, I, having been in the vicinity for a couple of these now, um, just to see to see all of the all of the passion that pours in from all over the fucking globe. Everybody from all over the world gives a crap about this. And, you know, when their country is in, they're in. And, oh, yeah. Uh, you know, I'm pretty sure that I will see at least one more U.S.-hosted World Cup in my lifetime, uh, if I can make it through the next Where's the last one? Foxborough? Well, I mean, w- when the U.S. No, hosted, they held it, it was all over. All over. It was all Chicago, over L.A., I mean, the, the Rose Bowl Pasadena. had some games. Right. That's right, the Rose Bowl did have some games. But the uh, final. But, but, yeah, when it, when it, where, where, where was the final for that? I'm trying to remember. I think you're, you might Fox be right. It was. Right? It might have been Foxborough. Did Brazil win that one? That was that was a good one. That was the eighty. No, it was ninety four. Ninety four. I was to say eighty four. It's ninety four. Eighty four was the original. Yeah, right. Eighty four. Ninety four. And that was the one that Brazil won, and it went like it was a great game, mm-hmm. back and forth with Italy. I want to say Italy. It was. It, all I remember is I watched it. And it was the first World Cup I watched. Kind of like. I'd watched a previous final, but the first one where I'd watched like most of the tournament, not all of it, but most of the tournament, and it was the first one where I was like, this is fun, and I'm pretty sure it was Italy that Brazil beat it, beat in the final, and it was a great game. I just remember it being back and forth, back and forth. It was fun. It was very exciting. I just know that like there was a, my dad coached my baseball team that year, and we had this weirdo kid on the team that nobody liked, but his dad was like this independently wealthy dude. Who just he was like, thank you for putting up with my kid this year. He gave all your uniforms. He, gave, he sponsored the team, probably. There you go. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, at the end of the season, as like, a, oh, here, thank you for putting up with my weirdo kid this year. He gave my dad tickets to to one of the World Cup games. Was that how he phrased it? Rose Bowl. Did he phrase it that way? Pretty. I mean, he didn't have to say it. Everybody. He was understood. It. Yeah. <laughs> he was understood. <laughs> But uh, yeah, believe so, me, as a, as a person who has coached, <laughs> as a person who has coached little kids, it's nobody ever says it that well, way. It's but it's understood. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's why you get that bigger sort of card that's <laughs> sort of bulging yeah. and full of cash. Okay. That's why uh, that happens. Yeah, I usually thanks, just get gift cards for to a coffee big, places. Little Johnny's coach. <laughs> yeah. We know that you had a lot of things you could have done, and you know you and coached, you didn't. You, you know, didn't do those other things. <laughs> but you coached Little Johnny, <laughs> which means I'm gonna have to put up with his ass for fucking this many hours a week <laughs> and on Saturdays. <laughs> I know he's a fucking pain in the ass, but uh, yeah, thanks. <laughs> 
yeah, dude. I don't. I don't know how these people do it. I don't know how you do it, man. Yeah. Like, honestly, uh, it's you have a coach. You've coached. I have, but I don't, dude, I don't have you, kids. Not, not, even, not, not even that. You, you. Oh my God, you're in coaches. We've had like what twice a week and then uh, a game day. You're <laughs> yeah, but I get I get paid for it too. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah that's a big that, difference. That is a big difference. <laughs> <laughs> they don't pay me much. Not much. <laughs> Just the idea that I might get yeah, paid. Yeah. Totally changed. Oh, it's a game changer. It's a totally game changer. I'm much more willing to put up with old wise with one. That kind of crap. I'd like go back to my coaching days. You got an excellent point. <laughs> um, so tomorrow wraps up the group stage of the World Cup. Yeah, yeah. C versus Germany. My friend, my, my son has a friend who's an exchange student from Germany. Oh and, yeah. And he leaves tomorrow morning. Yeah, he's a really good kid. He was good. He's leaving to go back tomorrow morning. Yeah, and, that he, sucks. and then he says, uh, he, he, you know, he comes out and he says, I, I'm leaving tomorrow. I want, you know, you know, nice, you know, Lilia, thank you, this and the other. Uh, and I, it was all really nice and everything. <laughs> I'm an ass, so I go, you know, y'all gonna lose tomorrow, right? <laughs> well, he won't find he goes, out until he, he gets goes, off. I don't think so. <laughs> I, I think a U.S. We'll play win. You to a strong. I think we'll play you to a yeah. I think a U.S. win tomorrow is probably asking a little much. Oh, but yeah, uh, a draw is asking a little much. <laughs> well, the thing it, is, the thing is, is both teams advance with the draw. Yeah. Right. And so, so when both teams is, need a draw, that tends to be happened, the yeah. result. Yeah, 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 you get some. That's col- the problem. Some, it's not. It's not collusion. That's the problem with soccer. It's, that is the problem with soccer. It's like, and oh, this is week seventeen in the NFL. I don't really need to. You know. Right. Well, and then the, the other part of that is, Jurgen Klinsmann handpicked his successor, who just happens to be the coach, coach of Germany. Germany. <laughs> so does either one of them really want to show the other one up? By by all accounts, they're good friends. I don't. Th- there's no rivalry ah, there. That just shows. I, but I'm not saying that. He hasn't saying, truly embraced his Americans. Yeah, I, I don't think. Here's the thing: is I don't think either one of them will will pass up an opportunity. I mean, either one of them gets an opportunity, they'll take it. But I think they're both going to play a very well. Uh, I think that if the, if the U.S. can avoid doing. The boneheaded mistakes that in the they fifth minute committed or whatever that against was? Portugal. Oh, my God. Uh, Otherwise, they wouldn't even in, matter. In the fifth you know minute of, of the first and then in the fifth minute of extra time at the, the end. The reason they lost that game is because they quit being aggressive. They just tried to run out the friggin' clock, mm-hmm. put the ball in the corner, and then they got beat. If they would have stepped – if they would have kept putting the frickin' But all that, on, all that being said, I, I'm no Ronaldo fan. I hate that guy. That cross was beautiful. Oh my God, that was. But the thing is, one of the prettiest I goals mean, the of the whole. I, I mean, here's, here's, here's the thing. He got boned. Oh, on he totally both goals. He totally did. The first Neither one of those especially. was his fault. And how many saves did he make in the game? Oh yeah, two but or three was, like super saves, and then two or three just well, like really the good. Saves. The problem is, the problem is, 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 you know, I, I like Ronaldo, but the thing is, is you, no, you I got, you have to figure, you have to figure guys like Ronaldo and Messi. And you know, there's a, there's a handful Neymar. of guys. Yeah, oh, those man. pricks. Neymar, as my son says, he always shows up at the World Cup. He sucks when he plays for Barca. But anyway, uh, these guys or these guys are going to come through. And if there's time left on the clock, you cannot give them the friggin' opportunity. No. And there is that. And ever since, it was just a matter of time before. Did you see how far out that gonna, cross was? I mean, but that cross is pretty. It even oh bent, even bent into the guy. Perfect. Yeah. And they kept him out of the game. The guy was 
meaningless for the whole game. Yeah. He you didn't have, have a, You he, only have to be mean, you, you don't have to be meaningful, and, but one time. Right. <laughs> and that goes back to the boneheaded play that you mentioned in the fifth minute. Oh my god. If that doesn't happen, the US probably wins. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, they, I, that's they, my they, time. They I got that, that free kick, right? Well, I no, mean, it was a PK, wasn't it? No, no, no. no. It was that they, it was bad a, clearance. It was a, a, an attempted oh, clear that, that yeah, just yeah, yeah, failed yeah. miserably. I mean, and Tim Howard was hung out to dry. Right. Yeah. I mean, he fell down because I mean, he, he fell, was, what he was he fell down. He fell down going the right direction. Right. The ball was in the, <laughs> ball yeah. Was I mean, he, that wasn't his fault. He was half in the air. He no. was yeah. naked out there. Yeah. So I don't. You gotta give the U.S. credit for coming back from all that. But then you also got to kind of knock them because I, I, did, oh, I, totally I did think it was really amusing to see all of the, all of the, you know the, the diehard soccer fans out there in very heavy <laughs> air quotes, uh, posting videos at their favorite pub in very heavy air quotes uh, of all the crowd chanting USA USA Gallagher just like a minute or two before that Portugal Portugal goal. And, you know, I was rooting for them, too. I was screaming when they when they took the lead. Oh, my God, yeah. Uh, but. I mean, and that second goal. There's nothing guaranteed in any That of second sports. goal by the U.S. was gorgeous. Oh, yeah. Now, that was, that ranks up there, I think, with all the other goals, top goals. I mean, it wasn't, I don't think it's quite up there, but still, it was just Clint, a spectacular. Clint Dempsey had the golden titty the other day, man. Yeah, I mean, that would have broken nose. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, here's the thing about soccer is, you know, like, you take any other Sixty minutes, okay. When time runs out. Time runs out. Yeah. <laughs> and they start adding that time line. That matters. You, well, you got the lead. Here, the, here's something interesting that you on have this uh, game. A, a tie. Well, that time you got that added time. You got to you got to continue to play. And with this, with the U.S. Portugal game, not only you know they add the, the injury extra five time, minutes this time, but right? they they said, oh, four minutes extra time. I called that five minutes. And then, minutes, like, then. 20 seconds later, they said, oh, no, 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 no. Five minutes. <laughs> and and probably because right after they said four minutes and the clock started going, you know, the clock was going the whole time, but they got to 90 and counting and said four minutes. And then somebody for the U.S. was going to sub out and just took his sweet-ass time walking off right. the field. And then all of a sudden when the other guy got on, it was 90-40. And oh, we meant five minutes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, well, we, you who, can you can who, do that in who scored, football. One of those games. One of those games. Somebody scored with like fifteen seconds left uh, in added time. Well, there was only what thirty-five or forty seconds left yeah. in this one. Yeah, oh, less some, than that. Because all celebration and once once he scored, then it's just a matter the, of the, the U.S. gets possession, yeah, kickoff, and as soon as the possession is given yeah. up, it's yeah. over. Yeah. Yeah. They blow that whistle. So, so I mean, game. literally. I mean, honestly, if the way the way soccer works, if Portugal hadn't been in sort of an advancing position, let's say they've been fucking around with the ball and just like dick shitting it, right? Just sort of like whatever. Yeah. The guy had blown the whistle already. Right. He's like, I can't blow the whistle when they're on they're, the offensive. They're offensive, exactly. And so he let it play through. And that's one of the things. Like, as as a guy who coached little kids, they like when you have to coach. Let the play play through, right? Let the moment play through. That's pretty much what the guy did. Mm-hmm. If Ronaldo had screwed around and, like, done a whole bunch of tippy-tappy stuff, they'd have been like, Bleep. tweet, tweet, tweet. But because over. he drove and drove and drove and then crossed, they're like, oh, we got to let the, we got, we have. That's the thing they tell you. Let the play play through. Well, you, you and know. that's what they did. 
And that's what we've bit seen, him in the ass. We've seen, I've seen some brilliant freaking plays in this World Cup. Oh, I mean, yeah. And, 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 you know, I got to say. Not, I mean, I've watched probably four, three or four World Cups. And I don't know. I've, to me, it seems like I've seen some of the most brilliant plays ever. Well, that's what I was saying. It's since, since the 94, that's the first one I really kind of, like, I'd watched the final before. But that was the first one I sort of followed start to finish. Uh, since that one, I got to say, and I've watched all the ones since, uh, this has been, without a doubt, the most interesting because, as we talked about last week. They're, uh, they're trying to win. Everybody's come out. Like, I remember, especially the last, I think it was the last one, the last two, if I remember right, where it's like, hey, let's come out. A draw's a good. Zero zero's great. One one's great. Almost, I would have to say, 70, 80% of the games, they're like, we need a goal. We're going to score a goal. Let's get on the board first. And those lead to very interesting games. So I would have to say that of the four or five World Cups I've seen, uh, this is hands down, if you talk about all the games, not just individual games, but all the games, it has been the most interesting like, uh, World Cup. Like you said, what you were saying about you know, these guys you know, going out to play, play for a, a draw. That's, that's half the reason. Half the time, I don't even watch friendlies during the year. Because oh, yeah, friendlies yeah, are... They go, oh, it's a friendly. you go like, eh. They're tuning up. Let's trade jerseys. (laughs) Friendly, you know what a friendly is? That's like watching uh, preseason football. Yeah, it's a preseason. It's boring. Yeah, it's boring. Because everybody needs to get. And usually there's there's unlimited subs, right? Because he's like, we need to get as many guys in here, see who's going to make the team. So it's it's not nearly the same uh, level of intensity or effort. My kids go into a game this this weekend. Chivas plays uh, Man, Man U, Ooh. and he's like, "This is gonna suck because all the good players are in the World Cup." <laughs> well, now, buddy, you know they won a tournament, so they got right. free tickets. Huh? So, uh, <laughs> I'm like, hey, you might as well go and have some fun. The thing is, though, with Man Man U, uh, even the backup players are world class players. You know, so. Yeah. Uh, no, I, no, no, I he's hear got you. Like nine jerseys, right? Yeah, and none of those guys are going to be there. <laughs> the thing is, is the guys he's watching now, four or five years from now, are the superstars. You'll be able to say, "I saw them when." Yeah. So it's not a total waste. No. But, oh, but please, he's going anyway. He, right? He's, he's pitching, like, but he's going. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, the U.S. plays Germany tomorrow at nine a.m. for us Pacific folks. Um, live somewhere else figured out but that game will take place at the same time as the other group g i like game. how they do the third games they make those, those teams play the same time apparently you can't sit back and go oh well all we have yeah. to do is draw and yeah. i just found out earlier today that apparently this is a result of a uh, some west german shenanigans back in the early 80s mm-hmm. yeah. where they said ah oh, well you know the other game has already done this and that and if we just play to our draw or then Everything's okay. In this instance, now, since they've changed it since then, you, you play the last game of the group stage at the same time as the other two teams in your group are playing their last game. So uh, if there is any uncertainty or ambiguity as far as who's going to advance, you don't get the benefit of saying, oh, this game's already decided. We right. can do this or that. You have to get your ass out there and play the fucking you know game. Heard? You know what I heard today? I heard that either the referees or whoever's in charge – their communication with the other game to, to assure that they start at the same 
exact time as close as possible. It's been amazing how close. I mean, like, yeah, it's like a matter of seconds. Seconds. It's not minutes. It's Twenty seconds. seconds. Yeah. It's not like oh, these guys start ten minutes. And it's like no. seconds. <laughs> and this is across time zones. Yeah. Right, because it's different parts of the country. Brazil's a big, it's like, it's a, it's a, a big, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, that's, uh, I like that. I think that's a kind of a yeah. fun. There are some really cool things about soccer, and like you say, you know, you there's know. some shitty parts, but that's yeah, but some of the some fun cool parts for sure. Mm-hmm. But the U.S. plays Germany at nine o'clock tomorrow, and simultaneously Portugal and Ghana face off uh, in somewhere else in Brazil. So Portugal's still in. Is Ghana still in? They are both. Everybody's still. Everybody's. I'll try. Everybody's still eligible. Yes. I mean, um, except for Germany uh, can't. Of the not advanced. Germany is through. They're through, but they're not through as the as they're the not top. the top yet. If For the, sure. If the U.S. wins tomorrow, they win the group. Right. If right. the U.S. draws with Germany tomorrow, they go. Then both both teams have five points. Right. Uh, Germany gets, I think, the number one based off a of goal differential right. at that point because right. the U.S. beat Ghana by one Portugal and Germany beat five to one. Yeah. And the U.S. loses, it's all about goal differential. Goal differential yes, right? if the U.S. loses and Ghana or Portugal wins, well, somebody's minus four, so they'd have to score a whole lot of goals. Nobody's minus. Well, oh, it, Portugal is minus four in minus the goal differential. Right. Yes. Uh, as far as points go, the U.S. and Germany are both at four. Ghana and Portugal are both one as far as points because they both have a draw. Right. So if that game between Ghana and Portugal ends in a draw, then the U.S. and and Germany move on regardless. If one of those teams comes out victorious and the U.S. loses, then it becomes a goal differential game. And if Portugal wins, then the U.S. is in good shape. With a loss, unless right. they get their asses handed to them, because like Portugal, to one. <laughs> Portugal got their asses handed to them by Germany. So the U.S. Four to one or five to one. It was Portugal four to lost. zero. Four to zero. Yeah. Okay. So Portugal. So Portugal has Portugal's to in a five a goal. Lot of Portugal's in a yeah, five sure. goal hole against the U.S. Right, in, a, right. in a tiebreaker situation, whereas Ghana is only in a one goal. Portugal looks so beatable. Yeah. So that that's. So I, I mean, honestly, I think that both of these games tomorrow are going to end in draws. I agree, and I don't think that it's going to be for lack of effort. But I think that I think we're going to see a much higher scoring affair in Portugal Ghana because those teams are fighting for their lives. And those teams win. advance with a win, yes. more likely. Well, even with not the, even it's a guarantee, even with a win, but it's more likely. Still need, even with the win, it needs to be a big win in the case right. of Portugal. Yeah, there's, there's Ghana, a lot of Ghana needs like a two goal win, right, and at least a loss by the U.S. Right, and Portugal but needs like Portugal, a four goal. Portugal win. needs like they need to win by three, and the U.S. needs to win by two. Because Germany spanked them that first yeah, yeah. game. Yeah. But, so um, that's probably the more interesting mm-hmm. interesting game because yeah. those two have to play yeah. all out for points. Whereas, Whereas if the U.S. and Germany draw. Both of them go through, regardless yeah. of the result of the other. If if U.S. wins, they both go through. Regardless. So now, if so. the U.S. wins, who are they playing in in the second round? They Do you have that? I can tell you that. I think that that's Who can tell us. They play the second place team in Group. They would play H. against yeah the second place they team play from Group H, which is we don't know yet. Uh, it's either right now tomorrow. Right now it's Algeria. It's the group of Algeria, Russia, South Korea, and yeah. Belgium. So, uh, so they. I think Belgium is going to be the number one in that group. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they already got six. But points, either so. one, anybody out of that group is beatable, based on what I've seen. Like Algeria kicked the piss out of South Korea, but I mean I don't know what that right. really takes. And Belgium and Russia, I know, are ranked relatively high. 
but they look the US is very Russia, in this whole Russia is, They look very beatable. Well, Russia's below Algeria right now. They, they, they only got one point. Algeria's got three. I'm just talking about like uh, team rankings before they came oh, in. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they rank kind of in the top yeah, something. So. Uh, but neither one of them. I've watched both Belgium play and Russia play and Algeria. I've seen all those guys play. And I'm like, the U.S. definitely could beat those guys. I'm not saying it's like a slam dunk, but they've – Either way, if they can advance to the round of 16, mm-hmm. there's a pretty good chance they'll advance to that next round. Yeah. Uh, I mean, not 100%, but like, they don't have this, like, yeah, they got the bad group of death, but if they can get out of the group of death, they look to advance. Which, you know. And there's no more ties after that. After right. Group, after the yeah, there are, there are no more ties after tomorrow. So. You know, I got to say, I gotta Mexico two, two, two and Netherlands. Oh my God! That's They're playing terrible. in the second round because that should be. Those fun. are two teams who are hot as shit right now. Right, Mexico has like, come together. They play and Sunday, right? Sunday, they I think, play, in the morning. Sunday morning, I think. Uh, yes, they play Sunday morning. That so far to me looks like the most, at least at this I was, point, I was watching, most interesting. I was matchup. watching Mexico against Croatia on Univision. Uh, yeah. yeah, I watched on, that too on the interwebs because they have it for free and you get <laughs> right? to practice your Spanish in the process. I did that, and it was zero zero and a half. Yeah, what, what three 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 goals in ten minutes? Yeah, and I, I was like doing work on my computer <laughs> and then listening on the other computer that was going, and, I'm wa- and there's some kids in the room listening and watching the game, and it's like, oh, Mexico goal, oh, Mexico goal, oh crap, another Mexico goal, holy jeez. Uh, was, I think they're know, coming together you know, as a team at the right time. Mentioning that, I gotta, I gotta give props. I gotta give props two ways. First of all, I gotta give props to uh, Univision. And, yeah, uh, hell yeah. And uh, even most of the time, ESPN. Uh, they're, they're, ESPN's they're, been their phone apps generous. Their more phone apps, so than the phone apps have been uh, very, very handy. I gotta give. Uh, I gotta give a little shout out to uh, Apple. Hey, you need to work on your battery life. Because <laughs> 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 streaming on a thing when I'm in the middle of uh, watching my kid play at the same time. Uh, my, my battery life is uh, dropping rapidly as I tried to watch. You, uh, you got to bring your little solar charger. I had everything I needed. <laughs> <laughs> just saying, yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, it's a little annoying. It was, it was a close thing. <laughs> yeah, I got my I got my little extra battery pack. I was ready to go. I, I mean, I was a Boy Scout. I'm prepared. <laughs> <laughs> well, the last thing I wanted to touch on for the World Cup is the fact that this is this World Cup is taking place in Brazil. This is the first World Cup or any real global sporting event of major significance to take place in South America. And Well, no. The World Cup's been in South America before. Yeah. Way back when. Yeah, back, back when it didn't matter. Uruguay. Anything PT doesn't really You know, like back, back when Foop started the way being, back, back when Foop started being a Heat fan, you know? Right, that right. stuff. <laughs> Mexico. Mexico is not in South America. That's true. <laughs> That's a technicality. <laughs> <laughs> it's in Latin America. And it's a tax. Uruguay. <laughs> and what's the other one? Uh, Venezuela, I think. World Cup. World Cup's been held there three times. Okay. All right. You got me. You got me. But no Olympics and shit like that as far as I know. Well, Mexico. <laughs> 68, man. Tahiti is not in Europe. <laughs> Sorry. That, but was, that was, that was PP. <laughs> uh, anyway. I unfortunately remember it. <laughs> the, where I was going with this is that 
This is ancient history. <laughs> um, the teams from Central and North and South America have been doing very well in this particular World Cup. I don't know. Time zone might have something to do with it. The fact that they have to adjust less. The fact that their fans may be a, a smidge have closer. Have you seen the parties in Brazil? <laughs> <laughs> that can't might be a factor as well. Can't say that anybody is uptight. <laughs> no. Everybody's loose. That's good. Uh, but of the seven, no, of the eight Central and South American teams in the World Cup, in the 32 teams, um, six of them, Wait, hold on. I got Confucius here. Uh, I think you're right. Six of them have advanced. Are, they're moving on, yeah. Honduras dropped. Honduras and Ecuador are the two that are not moving forward. And, you know, I saw Honduras. And Ecuador, Honduras sucked, but, yeah, but no, Ecuador, 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 Ecuador had a draw Honduras with France today. I saw Honduras play a good today. game. I think the, the very first game they played really pretty They played, pretty, but, pretty but well. they were but a e great side. But Ecuador, Ecuador. Ecuador drew with France today, and if they had won that one, they'd be moving on. Or, or if Switzerland had scored a whole fewer bunch of goals. Yeah, if they had Switzerland. I mean, right? Switzerland yeah. went on a tear today, didn't Right. <laughs> I mean, it seemed like Ecuador was through. But we have Brazil. Obviously, Brazil was going to move on. They were going to move on no matter where this World Cup was because they're Cause that's how they arrange their soccer royalty anyway. But yeah. um, but Chile gets two victories out of the deal. They move ahead. Uh, Colombia moving on with three wins and zero losses and draws. Uh, Colombia hasn't moved in into the knockout round. Like Ever, I don't think. I think it's it's the first time, isn't it? No, it's just been a long-ass time. It's uh -huh. been like since 1990 or before that even. Uh, it's been, you know, like while. Pushing, they, pushing they, 30 years. They were in, they were in the Coke during the 90s. Coast, <laughs> Costa Rica and Uruguay. I am ahead. loving Costa Rica. Yeah. They're Costa my Rica favorite team. Ball, They're my, like, I always pick every World Cup. Like, I always cheer for the U.S., of course. Uh, and then Mexico, just because we're northern Mexico. But I always See. also, right, I always go for... Like, I try to find that other team that's, like, the up-and-comer that nobody picked, and that's Costa Rica. I'm, they're, like, my – I'm going to cheer for them all the way because there's no way they should have – like, if you just – like, Come looking on, on paper. Yeah, just, 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 just admit it because they got good service. Well, they got good service, but I've never been there, so, I, you know, I haven't even been able to enjoy it. I'm just saying the Ticos have been a fun team to watch. Pura yeah. Vida, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, and, and, you know, the, the Americas have been – Enjoying some success in this tournament, while the uh, the Europeans have been struggling a bit. You know, Spain, the defending champions, Italy elim eliminated after their first two matches. Italy and England both. Well, England, they just do that. That's what they do every. Yeah, they time. both are. But Italy's a surprise because they're usually they usually always get out of the the groups. Not always, but usually get out of the group stage. Meanwhile, we talked about Ecuador and Honduras being the two the two teams uh, from the. North and South and Central Americas that are not moving ahead. Argentina cruising on with three victories. Um, honestly, they the uh, the South Americans are enjoying their their close proximity to the homeland. Oh, would you like that other beer? It's in the fridge. It's <laughs> There's one beer in there. It's just for you. Um, but yeah, this picked up on that, huh? Uh, I, I did, yeah. <laughs> but I figure this is my turn on the microphone. So. Yeah, I see. <laughs> um, the bully pulpit. <laughs> first of all, first of is all. there anything else to drink in that fridge besides white wine? You can't do that because the white wine's sacred. Oh, I'm not. I wouldn't touch it anyway, even if it wasn't. <laughs> I'd get in trouble for that. So don't do that. I don't want to do that but to you. Anyway. I don't 
there's some some of that. There's some, some minuses. minuses. Yeah. Silver right. minus something. Uh, we're, stuff. we're good there. And there's a black crown. Oh, that Budweiser thing? Yeah. All right. All right, well. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a sheriff. Yeah. What are you going to share with us? Wisdom? <laughs> I'm fresh out of that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fresh out of World Cup commentary. I read out of that about the first hour. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. I got a question for you. Answer. Trivia question. Uh-oh. So today, uh, Lincecum, as we as we mentioned, uh, pitched a no-hitter. It's been a week. Last last Wednesday, we were here when uh, Clayton Kershaw pitched a no-hitter. Yep. And then Lincecum hits, uh, pitches a no-hitter. What is the only team in Major League Baseball to have not pitched a no-hitter? Uh, let's go with the Padres. That's a good guess. That's a very good guess. It's probably <laughs> They're good. the only ones to have not yet. <laughs> and, Those and, guys have been and, around for and, 45 years. And how, many, how many pitchers have thrown multiple no-hitters Too many. <laughs> Too how many teams many. have thrown no-hitters <laughs> against them? Oh, crap. Timmy Lincecum gets his second... Career no hitter and his second career no hitter against the Padres. <laughs> and didn't we say coming into this game? I believe he had a four point five ERA. Oh yeah, it was not it was not good. Um, yeah, and you know, like I said, I, I rocked the Padres. My old school like this is a hat that my boss gave me last year. It's like a yellow thing with the brown bill, and it says Padres across the front in the old mm. the old all lowercase font. You know, I wore that to work today. And <laughs> Padres put in a vintage performance. <laughs> oh, man. That was rough. Yeah. But at least they're not in last place. Nope. And they did win the first two games of the series with San Francisco. But Tim Lincecum, God bless that little freak. He gets a second <laughs> no-hitter. And, you know, last week we were talking about Clayton Kershaw getting his first career no-hitter and almost a perfect game. One, one batter away from a perfect game. And that Major League Baseball is going strong right now, man. We got a lot of fun things going on there. Uh, the Giants, even with losing eight of their last ten, and with the Dodgers winning seven, I think of their last ten, uh, the Giants are still three, two and a half, three games up in the division. There, Dodgers won tonight, I think, right? So I think that's still three games. So three games. Yeah. But what's amazing about that? Uh, just forget who who who's, who you root for. Is at the beginning of the the month, the Giants were nine games ahead, and now they're three games ahead. Like that's we're we're not through the month, but that's a monumental. If if come September October, the Giants aren't in the playoffs, they're gonna they're gonna kick themselves because this is they were nine games ahead. When you're nine games ahead in, yeah, in June, that's not a guarantee. Yeah, but that's you, like, but to, to turn it in one month, that's a big deal. It's different than being like nine games ahead in August. Like, oh Mets. yeah, for sure. Yeah, the Miracle Mets, yeah. or not the Miracle Mets, the, but the yeah. other ones, the, <laughs> the face plant. Mets, yeah, call them what you want to call them. Uh, yeah, I mean it's not, but it's just it's just an interesting. But thing. here we are next week. Uh, we have we have a show on Wednesday next week. Yes. We yes. Will. All right. So next week. No guests. It's just gonna be the. Three all right. That's fine. Uh, he said that last week. I know. This time. And we had guests. This time he means it. It's all right. He's gonna he's gonna hold firm. That's cool. Um, we'll bring some fireworks. You know. 
really piss your neighbors off. <laughs> Maybe we'll take calls from the, from the audience. That's good. That's good. Uh, but, you know, n- next week we get the, the pre-4th of July show. And we're here, the All-Star break is coming up. I mean, the All-Star game will <clears> probably yeah. take place before the following show. So, I mean, next week we're on the 2nd. And by the time we meet again, I think the All-Star game will be it's that weekend isn't it? yeah it or might not. be it might be the weekend after that one but here we are Somewhere we, are, we are reaching the midpoint of the major league baseball season um like we mentioned earlier the college baseball season came to an end during the show tonight and uh, we had the battle of uh, the v's we had vanderbilt and virginia taking it down to the wire in omaha and they even though it's a quote-unquote double elimination tournament is still a best of three <laughs> in the final and Vanderbilt comes out on top tonight they win three to two to win their very first ever men's national championship in any sport uh, you know they're sort of academically there uh, th- that's why the SEC keeps them around is you know, to keep the GPA up <laughs> for the rest of the conference but Vanderbilt wins the men's baseball national title in Omaha, they win the College World Series. They took down Virginia in three games, and it was a good game. I was watching it over there <laughs> in the other chair, in the idiot chair off screen. <laughs> uh, it was kind of nice, you know, just get to sit beer and take up company data on my work phone, <laughs> watch the game on the Watch ESPN self-proclaimed worldwide leader app. It was nice. Um, but now, it was funny, in the bottom of the eighth, uh, Vanderbilt got out of a jam with bases loaded and one out, and the whole bench got up and was screaming and yelling and running out on the field, bumping, bumping chests and fists and everything. It's like, even in the World Series in Major League Baseball, you don't see that shit. No, no. like these guys are, you know, sit on their sit in their spot on the bench and spit their chew into their spot on the concrete and do their thing. So that is one of the fun things about college baseball. There's just a little bit more. Enthusiasm and energy in the whole deal, um, but anyway, man, the, we've got World Cup stuff going on tomorrow. If you have a job, you can probably finagle your way into watching this game tomorrow morning. Anyway, I actually already got a text message from my boss <laughs> saying, "Hey, you want to go have a meeting tomorrow morning?" <laughs> Which I, I excellent. Was, I, I was tickled pink. About that. He said, "Hey, are you a U.S. soccer fan right now?" I said, "Well." I'm a U.S. fan all the time, but I am watching soccer right now. Um, so, you know, I get to have a very important team-building work meeting tomorrow morning. And That's I get what the it's feeling, all about. I get the feeling that a lot of uh, a lot of folks are going to do that. Because, honestly, it's a Thursday morning in June. June. What the hell is anyone really getting done? Oh, uh, yeah. Every, you know what everyone's doing? If they're not at this game, not watching this game, then you know what they're doing? They're planning next month's vacation anyhow. So you might as well, you might as well come on in and do some team building. Let's face it, if you haven't written your TPS reports by now and put the new cover sheets on them, it can happen on Friday. Now I'm just debating because it's it's already here on the Pacific Coast. We're approaching 11 o'clock. We're wrapping up around 12. I'm just thinking, man, can I drink beer at 9 o'clock in the morning when I have to drive kids to and fro? Because, I mean, if I'm watching soccer, I'm watch, I'm drinking a beer, Uber. right? Like, like you've never done this before? <laughs> I'm trying to be Turn responsible. Uber. 
I know yeah, we're playing Uber Germany though. We probably shouldn't get Uber tomorrow. I know, right? Maybe Lyft. <laughs> Maybe four 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 four. Not Uber tomorrow. I'm Boycott thinking, Uber tomorrow. I'm just thinking: drink the beer, drive the kid to camp on a bike. And tomorrow could be teach your kids how to drive day. <laughs> I got. A, I got. I've got a 13-year-old who can easily pass for a 16-year-old. Yeah. Oh. yeah, without a doubt. <laughs> yeah. Maybe even an 18-year-old. No problem. <laughs> like, he could go buy you lottery tickets at the market down the street right now. The problem is he can't drive a stick, so we'll have to take the van. <laughs> That's okay. That means you can, you know. You got your bottoms you in your legs. Turn here, turn here. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> take naps whenever you need to. It's good. Uh, yeah, I think a lot of folks tomorrow. I, 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 just, I think productivity in the American workplace is already low at this time of year. I think that this is probably one of the first times that it's going to be much lower because of international soccer. <laughs> and that's an odd thing because I, I just I read today the bandwagon is full. Yeah, I read today or, thing, or, or know, yesterday. Sure. If it comes around every four years, you're allowed to be a fan every four years. It's just like it's the like Winter the Olympics. Olympics. It's like the, in Olympics. the Olympics. Yeah. yeah, I don't watch. Yeah, I mean, if, Listen, we're, if we're talking Summer Olympics, I don't watch gymnastics. Yeah. Anytime but then, I don't watch figure skating. Anytime but then, and I'm not I don't a, watch fucking curling, ski guy. jumping <laughs> or curling yeah. every four years. Every four years, or I'm the luge, you know. But yeah, hey, if that guy's wearing the colors that I like, yeah, <laughs> you barrel down that fucking mountain head first, faster than everybody else. Do it because America, and that's what's happening tomorrow. So, catch a, catch the game somewhere, and uh, if you're not watching the game, then your job sucks and you're not a real American. For sure. <laughs> and that, I think, is all I have to say about sports tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it. Another edition of T-Bone. It's called Driver's Side Door. Back after this.
I'm 18, I still feel like 16. Now it's only one day later than before. 16's got promises and roads never ending. This is a guided meditation on parenting. Take a deep breath in and let go of the time you and your son played basketball and you attempted to slam dunk. Or when you hit that piñata into your neighbor's yard. Let it go. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. There are thousands of teens in foster care who don't need perfection. They need you. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. Hey, this is Kate Pearson from the B-52s for Red. Getting drunk is your own business, but when you drive drunk, you make it everybody's business. Don't drink and drive. Be responsible, plan ahead, and choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives, and so should you. Public service message brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. The views and opinions expressed by the individual hosts and their guests do not necessarily reflect those of Talk Story Radio, its affiliates, or sponsors. I'm Melissa, Kelly, and Gabby. We're, We're Remy Kaga, and, and you're listening, listening to Soup's World Radio. <laughs> Susan on Talk Story Radio Network. Wednesday, okay. June 25th, 2014. About to wrap things up. We want to give a, a shout out and a big thank you to Rillo Wright for joining us and uh, coming in here uh, and hanging with us tonight. Check him out. Uh, he's on Facebook and 
<laughs> so Facebook, uh, Twitter, uh, Instagram, all those places. Uh, if you go to swoopsworld.com, check out the, uh, the the post there. It says Rilla White, Rilla Wright on Swoopsworld Late Night. And there's a link to his Facebook page. And uh, follow him and, and check out his music. Good guy, good guy. We've known him, like we, Peter and I were talking about, we've known him since he was about 12, 13 years old. And it's good to see him uh, moving forward and, uh, with his uh, dream and, and working hard at it. This week, <coughs> Friday, June 27th at the Wits Inn in no Venice, California. Air. Sister Speak. Uh, they've been on the show. You can check them out. You can hit the archives. Listen to Sister Speak. Uh, they're outstanding band. Um, Lisa Viegas and Sherry Ann. Uh, they'll be at the Wits Inn at 8 p.m. June 27th. I think it's $10 to get in. Uh, you can go there and, and check that out. Get to go see them. they got a new album out. Great performers. I saw them performing live in the... San Diego Art uh, Art Walk recently, they played uh, right here in in the studio for us and uh, good friends of the show. So we got a chance to go check them out. Anything uh, happen in big time this weekend for you guys? Not on my end. I got you said he had something going on Friday night or something. I thought you said that. Uh, I'm I'm moving. <laughs> 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 Who moves on a friggin' Friday, dog? <laughs> well, I'm off on Friday, so I'm gonna try to get most of it done on Friday. I have to be out on Monday. Ah, I got you. I got you. I want to get most of it done Friday so that I can get wasted on Saturday. Sometime. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> man with the plan. Yeah. You and then Monday, plan. I'll just have to vacuum. <laughs> what about so, you, man? Any haps? Uh, nothing exciting. I got some kendo stuff I have to do. Oh, yeah. You got a, uh, a tournament coming up? This no, no, no. Oh, just Thursday, a uh, regular thing? No. Uh, uh, turns out that uh, the U.S. kendo tournament is happening. This weekend in San Diego. I'm not invited. I'm not invited. Um, I don't qualify. And I shouldn't. It's not not a bitter thing at all. Uh, But our local dojo has the... uh, We, every year... You can't compete, but you can come help out. Exactly. You can bring orange slices and... No, no. No, they're asking for a a bit more than that. Um, the local dojo is in the local uh, Japanese community center, and the local Japanese community center has their summer festival. Normally, the guy who's in charge of our dojo, he actually runs two or three Japanese restaurants in Japan and, and throughout Southern California, and he normally handles all this, but he also is the head of the regional team, which is now competing in San Diego, as previously mentioned. I want something like this. Peterson. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I got this regional thing going on next week. And Peter's like, yeah, yeah, I got, I got my stuff all ready to go. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. <laughs> <laughs> but you're a good cook, right? <laughs> That's about right. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm doing this week. <laughs> huh. Yeah. So what what does this entail? Are, uh, you, are you cooking here? Are you cooking oh no, 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 he's here. I have to do anything. He can't come at, to San Diego. <laughs> I don't have to do anything here in the studio. Uh, but at the at the dojo, uh, which is a community center, sort of like a church sort of environment, where they have like all kinds of you know classrooms and spaces. They also have a certified kitchen. So what we do every year for the last three or four years, uh, the kendo guys do an udon shop udon noodle shop and um, yeah Ooh, I love udon. and again the guy who's normally in charge of this he 
has a whole business. This is what he does. He, he's just not going to be there. So he's turned it over to us, and we are in charge of the I, I Udon a, I see a lot shop. of Top Robin being bought this week. No, no. No, no. I don't have to do the basic stuff, but uh, this guy this guy has standards, man. He's like, we are doing everything from basics. from bro- Now, we're doing a very simplified version, but everything is from broth, like miso, the whole way up. And it's all... miso. Yeah, it's all... So, we did this last year. And I didn't. I just showed up and helped out. Uh, but this year, where uh, the team captain was this young, youngish guy. I mean, he's in. He's at Cal State Long Beach. Uh, he's in charge. So I'm like, just let me know. So I've been recruited because this youngish guy who's in charge is very good at being in charge. But he's not very you know, uh, being in charge of Kendo. He's not very good at. He doesn't know squat about cooking. And so I've been. Recruited. Hit it right on the line again. He hits that. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I do. But I don't mind doing it for a nice cause. That's so. true. I've seen you do it for a lot of nice causes. I've seen you do it for assholes yep. who uh, have become celebrity chefs. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've done that too. Anyway, that's what I'm doing Saturday and Sunday afternoon. Interesting. It's like it's like PTA. It's yeah. just that same sort of thing. Put in your time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's good, man. How about you? You're going to uh, probably a soccer tournament, I imagine, because that's what you did last weekend. That's <laughs> what so I did last weekend. Uh, I don't think there's a tournament this weekend. I'm not sure you know about. Not that I know of. Uh, you know, you know how kids are. Um, I do. Yeah, I, yeah. It's kind of <laughs> more rhetorical than I, I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're, you're like, oh, I got this. Uh, I got nothing going on, and apparently you do have shit going on because <laughs> yeah. uh, they walk up. Hey, uh, tomorrow uh, so you need to be here at uh, such and such o'clock to take me where? Uh, whoa, 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 whoa! With bells on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it costs you fifty bucks. <laughs> no, <laughs> In cash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they won't take your checks anymore. <laughs> no, so uh, yeah, I plan on getting a long ride. In this weekend, because uh, I haven't had it work, didn't least squat for a ride this week, so planning on a long ride this weekend, and uh, that's about it. I don't, I don't know. I think I want to go check out Sister Speak. Uh, actually, I think I'm supposed to do something there. So anyway, well, f- uh, I'll figure it out. I got. Yeah, it's just the way it works out. We'll figure it out. Anything else, fellas? Last words of wisdom? Don't bite anybody. Don't bite anybody. That's good. Let's go like that. Don't, don't bite anybody. <laughs> don't, don't bite anybody. That's a double negative on. See, that. I'm more of a future thinker, uh, like a, a big picture thing. So I'm you might need to bite somebody at some point. Yeah, I'm sure you will. <laughs> hey, thanks for tuning in. Those of you who tune in on the uh, TalkStream Live app, as well as the Swoopsroll apps on the Android and the iPhone devices, truly appreciate it. Those of you who tune in on the Swoopsroll.com. Uh, you can always download us uh, for free on iTunes. If you do, please leave a comment or a rating. We appreciate that. Dream as if you'll live forever. Live as if you'll die today. That's it, folks. See you next week. The views and opinions expressed by the individual hosts and their guests do not necessarily reflect those of Talk Story Radio, its affiliates, or sponsors.